The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. We're still partying. Show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a big weekend for us. We had the uh, station party here. As we uh, talked about a few minutes ago on, uh, on Glenn's show as I promote this show. And uh, it, was, it was so festive and such a uh, great, it actually was a really good time. Really good food catered by uh, uh, Bobby Flay's place, mm. Blue Mesa, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Really good food. And then uh, a great speech by Glenn that just got everybody into the Christmas spirit as he spoke about harvesting humans' organs. I think the word you're looking for is festive. Very festive. And again, for me, it won't be Christmas until somebody talks about maybe popping the eyes out of the sockets of a five-year-old or or jamming a knife into the back of a 40-year-old healthy man and taking his kidneys out of him while he looks on in horror. Uh, without anesthesia, by the way. Which was, yeah, make that, sure that part is really important to get you into the true spirit of the holiday season, without anesthesia. So uh, That was a good time. <laughs> it was a good. good time. I, I would say the life of the party would be yourself and myself sitting at the table, staring off into nothingness. That's kind of yeah. That's how you and I roll. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how exciting we we were, and and in fact, always are. Uh-huh. Actually, your wife is <laughs> the life of the party, and then you just sit there and let her do whatever she's doing, yeah. which was dancing. Yeah, uh-huh. and by yourself because mm-hmm. her husband would not, and she kept motioning to you to come out there. You wouldn't okay. do it. I don't move my body like that. I mean, it's that <laughs> well, simple. You should. I'll do a slow it's dancing, a but there was no slow music playing. I'm not going to go out there and be on the uh, internet like my coworkers are regretting mm-hmm. Saturday night. So there's that. But mm-hmm. no, she okay. did the uh, dancing. She did the karaoke. Mm. Oh, did she? She sang too? Yeah, don't karaoke uh, to Jackson 5. That's uh, yeah. high in, high pitch and uh, just it's I all over the map. I, sadly, I wasn't there for that. Uh, oh, you'd already checked out, had you? I already checked out. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. You, mm-hmm. you, no, you had gone to the after party ahead of everyone. Oh, exactly. Right. That's, what, that's where you were getting just set up. Just to make sure for... we got a good head start on uh-huh. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I-, I will say um, kudos to the uh, bartenders who um, weren't skimpy with the vodka. So thank you. Oh, really? Preach. That's true. That's very true. I mm-hmm. were, were you imbibing because I I didn't think you did. You didn't think I imbibed? Uh huh. Wow. That's what you told me at the at the Clear Channel c- Christmas party 15 years ago when ah. I accused you of being drunk and you told me you didn't drink. That's right. 15 years ago, I did not drink. It's a oh. habit that I have since uh, oh, adjusted really? to. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I didn't realize that. Wow. He oh. doesn't even know me. I, not, you don't know me anymore. Not that side of you, I guess. I am uh, I'm hurt, quite frankly. So uh, hmm. does Carrie imbibe as well? Nah, just a no? sip of wine every now and then. Huh. Okay. No. She she is... I got to uh, catch up on, uh, yeah. uh, on your drinking it's habits. It's good to... Uh, it's good to know you, Pat. My name is Keith. Okay. And uh, I almost, almost said I'm an alcoholic, but instead I just wanted to introduce myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good times. 888-900-3393 with your calls once we get our, uh, our uh, phone system fixed. Um, seems to be down at the present time. Mm. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get that w- back up and working. 
I, I love this story. Well, first of all, uh, a, a real tragedy was pretty much averted in New York today because uh, some idiotic Islamist uh, extremist, 27-year-old from Bangladesh, tried to blow up people on the subway, mostly succeeded in just blowing himself up. Uh, the, the, the pipe bomb that he was carrying around his uh, waist went off prematurely, thank goodness. He said if it had gone off where he intended it to, could have been catastrophic. As it was, it injured four people. He was the most seriously injured, fortunately, which is fantastic. There's a picture of him laying on the ground with his stomach burned up, uh, and he seems to be writhing in some pain as they're putting the handcuffs on him behind his back. So a happy ending Good. all around. Yeah, very happy ending, except for the four people who were hurt, but oh. I think they're going to be okay. Good. Uh, so a real tragedy was averted, uh, thankfully, during the Christmas season, and it, it's, it was ISIS who was saying that they were going to uh, target New York and Times Square during the Christmas season. I don't know if this is part of that. Also, following uh, President Trump's recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, a Texas-based Islamic cleric posted a recorded prayer on his Facebook page calling for Israel's destruction, along with their allies, which seems to include us, uh, and those who assist them and those who allowed them into the abodes of the Muslims. Sheikh Ramadan El-Sabah does not mention Trump's Wednesday proclamation. But uh, it's interpreted as a clear reaction to what he had to say. He said, oh, oh, Lord, help holy Palestine. Oh, Allah, be with your oppressed worshipers in Palestine. Oh, Allah, destroy the Zionists and their allies and those who assist them and those who allowed them into the abodes of the Muslims. By your power, O mighty one, O mighty one, through your power and might, O Allah, deflect them with what you will and however you will, for you are omnipotent and with a response omnipotent. Hmm. Uh, so is this chargeable a chargeable offense? Is this a terroristic threat? Seems like it is. But because it came in the form of a Muslim prayer, I'll my guess is they're not going to do anything about it. But that seems like a terrorist threat which is illegal by the way. And according to the Patriot Act, uh quite punishable. So we'll see what what uh, happens uh, to this guy. And uh, and his little mosque. Can he get away with that? Can you issue terrorist threats through Muslim prayers? Yeah, probably. Would be my guess. Probably. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, there's another accuser, I guess, of Donald Trump. This is pretty weak, it seems to me. Former Fox anchor Juliet Huddy claims that President Trump once made a pass at her in an elevator at Trump Tower, and then he commented on hitting on her during her morning show. Uh, Huddy is now the host of a show on WABC Radio. It's not even on TV anymore. Uh, Revealed during an appearance on Morning with Bill Schultz that Trump leaned in to kiss her after taking her out to lunch. So she went out to lunch with the guy. Was this a date? She didn't really say. Uh, she claimed the incident took place in 2005 or 2006, around the time that Trump married Melania. He said goodbye to me in an elevator while the security guy was there. Rather than kiss me on the cheek, he leaned in to kiss me on the lips. I wasn't offended. I was kind of like, oh, my God. 
well, then why are we hearing about this? If you weren't offended and there was no problem with it, why is this a thing? Why is this a story? She even admits she wasn't offended. Plus, it sounds like she let him kiss her. He leaned in to kiss me on the lips. I wasn't offended. Uh, she didn't feel threatened. She just called it a weird moment. He never tried anything after that, and I was never alone with him. Years later, Trump visited Huddy on her Fox morning show and made light of his advances, which he always does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done this a lot of times on uh, many, many shows, including Howard Stern. He told the studio on- audience, I tried hitting on her, but she blew me off. <laughs> so, I mean, where's the story here? He just tried to, you know, uh, get together with her and she didn't want to. He wasn't it, so he didn't force her. Nothing really happened. She wasn't offended. She wasn't threatened. But yet, we're still hearing about it for some reason. At the time, I was not offended by it, she says. I thought he was a single man and leaned in for a kiss. Now I have matured. And I would say, whoa, no. So apparently she didn't even say no to the kiss. But at the time, I was younger, and I was a little shocked. I thought maybe he didn't mean to do it, but I was kind of making excuses. Well, Juliet Huddy is, what, 42 now? So 12 years ago, she would have been 30? (laughs) You're too immature at 30 to push the guy away if you don't want him to kiss? Uh, This is just getting so ridiculous and so frustrating. But anything involving Trump, though, has to be blown completely out of proportion. Meanwhile, on the uh, sexual harassment front, Roy Moore has been claiming he never even dated these underage girls. These allegations are completely false, he says. I did not date underage women. I did not molest anyone. And so these allegations are false. Hmm. So all of these women, here's what he had to say. I do not know them. I had no encounter with them. I never molested anyone. That seems pretty inclusive, right? That's that's everybody who's in, uh, who's charging him with either dating them or, you know, asking him to remove clothing or whatever the case may be. He th- he says it's all uh, for politics. I said I don't know any of the women who have charged me with sexual allegation of molestation. I did not know any of the women when I saw these pictures on the advertisements of my opponent. I didn't recognize any of those people. I did not know them. See? Well, you know, 30 years later, you wouldn't recognize them. Though. Well, that's a fair point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Has there been enough time passed since the allegations made for them to do it, for Roy Moore's people to do an investigation to find out if there's evidence? Uh, evidence would be, why would you go for evidence? Well, if, in other words. We've already got the conviction. Yeah, sure. Well, so, right, the, exactly, in, exactly. In public, uh, in the public opinion uh, forum. But Roy Moore's <clears throat> personal or the Republican National Committee's personal investigators may have canvassed the area by now to dig up any photos that may or may not exist, any recordings. For mm-hmm. him to be able to say that definitively is interesting. Yeah, it is. It's I mean, it's really interesting, and you know, because at first he kind of admitted to, yeah, I, I might have dated right. them. I remember them. They were friends. I knew their parents. Now, it's not only did I not do that, I don't even know who these people are. Right. In fact, I've never even been to Alabama. <laughs> I don't even know where that state is. Yeah. So why is he running for senate? Then? I right. can't spell Alabama. Somebody just put me on the ballot. I don't even. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Alabama. I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, yeah, he went into hiding this weekend. He made no public appearances two days before with the, the election, election pending tomorrow. What is happening? That's because nothing was on fire, and if he didn't say anything, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. You know, Lay-lo. that's exactly right. Better to not Lay-lo. say anything.
The polls look good. Let's uh-huh. just hunker down. <laughs> yes. Is it Tuesday? That's what Hillary did. Mm-hmm. Boy, that worked out. And it's it's way better for Hillary not to say anything. Yes. People like her a lot more yeah. when they haven't heard from her <laughs> in a long time. Talk. All right. Uh, Brad Staggs <laughs> joins us. Yo, know, that's true. And by the way, today is the day we'll find out, uh, at the end of the day anyway, whether or not um, Franken will resign. Because oh. remember, he didn't say, well, I resign. And I will, yes, I, in the coming weeks, I will resign. So uh-huh. it'll be interesting to see. Why are we going to find that out today? Because if Roy Moore wins the, uh, oh, that's tomorrow, sorry, tomorrow yeah. when, uh, with the, uh, after the uh, election. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. today was Tuesday. I wished yeah. Monday right out the door, didn't I? I think Franken's waiting for the pension increase <laughs> in January. Could be. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was thinking about that. I went to, uh, to uh, and I always talk about how great I think the, the thing is. And, and you said you enjoy Wax RX, but I thought, I wonder if there's anybody else out there that's ever tried Wax RX. And let me just say that the reviews are pretty incredible. Uh, we're talking about Wax RX, obviously. Mm-hmm. At usewaxrx.com. After many visits to the ear doctors over the years for an earwax buildup, it was great to use the Wax RX earwash system with great results. After the first use, I knew right away how much better I could hear. And for the first, uh, and for that, I thank you. It doesn't make you see any better, apparently, because I can't <laughs> see. Uh, for your innovative product, uh, there's one here that she basically says uh, we used it, and wow, uh, the the uh, the chunks that came out. She says how gross. But I can hear now. I'm telling you, <laughs> you it's go. the blowing your nose and looking at it thing. Um, and then Dwayne said uh, that after noticing diminishing hearing, I went to the doctor and confirmed a wax buildup in both ears. They tried washing it out with a, the water pick type device. That was ineffective. They tried pulling some wax out with a probe, which was excruciating. And then, yeah, I know. Then they uh, recommended using olive oil, which didn't work. He got the system and it worked. You imagine thinking you're going deaf, and then you find out it's just an earwax thing. Right. Well, and, and here's the uh, odd thing about that is if you have hearing aids, those are like uh, earbuds. They can cause a wax dam in your ear. Dam mm. wax. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's the it's the even the hearing aids can cause it. Look, if by now you haven't gone there, what's wrong with you? Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? See what I did there? It's a hearing. Mm-hmm. They go to usewaxrx.com. Get the three step program. It's a promo code radio for free shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. According to a Fox News poll, Doug Jones has a 50 to 40 lead over uh, Roy Moore, That's, which is unusual because I've I, I've seen other uh, polls where Moore is actually ahead by a fairly comfortable margin. Be interesting. Uh, interesting day tomorrow <laughs> to see what happens in Alabama and to see if Roy Moore has ever even heard of Alabama and actually shows up to accept. A- yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, not even. Uh, he's denying, you know, pretty much everything else, like knowing any of these women, which is fine. I, I really, I, I don't know what to believe in that situation. I tend to side with him on that he didn't do anything, uh, anything illegal to the girls, but it does seem like it's pretty possible he may have dated some of the, like the seventeen and eighteen year olds who we've kind of admitted to in the beginning, but now he doesn't know them. So, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really sure what to think in that, uh, in that particular case. Sort of a Republican snafu on the tax front for this tax bill. Some high-income business owners 
could face a marginal tax rate of over 100%. I'm sorry, what now? Just a tax rate slightly above 100%. Oh, that totally sounds like a fair share. That That is finally the fair share, I think, <laughs> people would... Over 100%. <clears throat> Far beyond the listed rates in the Republican plan means a business owner's next $100 in earnings under certain circumstances would uh, require paying more than $100 in additional federal and state taxes. Ah, is that a problem to anybody? As lawmakers rush to write the final tax bill uh, over this next week, they are already looking at changes to prevent this from happening. How, how do you... This is how inept they are. How do you put in a 100% tax rate? I don't how, know. House and Senate Republicans trying to reconcile the bills, looking for ways uh, to pay for eliminating the most contentious proposals. So they're going to argue this out in committee sessions this week. The possible possible marginal tax rate of more than 100% results from a combination of tax policies designed to provide benefits to businesses and families, but then deny them to the wealthiest Americans. Well, see, they can fix this the way they fixed it the first go around when it went through the Senate. And that is just scribble stuff in the margins right before they take the vote, which is exactly what they did at 2 a.m. Mm. a couple of weeks ago. As income climbs and those breaks phase out, each dollar of income faces regular tax rates and a hidden hidden marginal rate on top of all that in the form of vanishing tax breaks. That structure, if maintained in the final law, would create a tax rate in excess of 100% for some of these businesses. Hmm. Uh, a married, self-employed New Jersey lawyer with children and earnings of about $615,000. Getting $100 more in business income would force the lawyer to pay $105.45 in federal and state taxes. Jeez. And then they wonder why people aren't excited to get out and vote for them. They're just so bad. Um, President Trump had an address on uh, some Democrats over the weekend. Says the first duty of government should be to serve, protect... And defend Americans. Uh, here's what the president had to say. Reasonable people can disagree on many things, but there can be no disagreement that the first duty of government is to serve, protect, and defend American citizens. People can have different views on the technical details of budget policy or transportation, but no one who serves an elected office should disagree that our highest priority must be the safety and well-being of our nation's citizens. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'm not sure what prompted that. I guess just the continual argument with the Democrats and the continual hatred coming from, from that side of the aisle. I don't know. Nikki Haley was on over the weekend, too, on Face the Nation, addressing Trump and some of his accusers and her thoughts on that. Here's what she said. How do you think people should assess the accusers of the president? Well, I mean, the, you know, the same thing is women who accuse anyone should be heard. They should be heard and they should be dealt with. And I think we heard from them prior to the election. And I think any woman who has felt violated or felt mistreated in any way, they have every right to speak up. And does the election mean that's a settled issue? I, you know, that's for the people to decide. I know that he was elected, but, you know, women should always feel comfortable coming forward and we should all be willing to listen to them. She's pretty strong. I mean, you can't. Can you argue with that? Oh, yeah. 
last week, especially talking about Jerusalem. And it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And we should play that, too, because mm-hmm. at the U.N., uh, she talked, spoke about uh, Jerusalem. She check this out and just tell me if we've had ever had a, a better representative to the U.N. than Nikki Haley. To those who do not act in good faith, to any person, leader, country or terrorist group that uses this week's decision as a pretext for violence, you are only showing yourselves to be unfit partners of peace. Finally, I will not let this moment pass without a comment about the United Nations itself. Over many years, the United Nations has outrageously been of the world's foremost centers of hostility towards Israel. Thank you. The UN mm-hmm. has done much more damage to the prospects for Middle East peace than to advance them. Wow. We will not be a party to that. The United States no longer stands by when Israel is unfairly attacked in the United Nations. And Thank the United you. States will not be lectured to by countries that lack any credibility when it comes to treating both Israelis and Palestinians fairly. It is no coincidence that the historic peace agreements between Egypt and Israel and between Jordan and Israel were both signed on the White House lawn. If and when there's a historic peace agreement between Israelis and Palestinians, there's a good likelihood that it too will be signed on the White House lawn. Why is that? It's because the United States has credibility with both sides. Israel will never be, and should never be, bullied into an agreement by the United Nations or by any collection of countries that have proven their disregard for Israel's security. Wow. To my Palestinian brothers and sisters, I can tell you with complete confidence that the United States is deeply committed to achieving a peace agreement between the Israelis and the Palestinians. We have demonstrated that commitment over many years and with the investment of large quantities of financial resources and diplomatic energy. Sadly, peace between the two sides has not been achieved, but we will not give up. Our hand remains extended to you. Mm, Wow. I mean, nobody defends Israel like that. Nobody. Uh, In... I can't think of that happening in the last 30 years with the U.N. ambassador. Yeah, that was a Nikki Haley mic drop right there at the U.N. Wow. The comment on the U.N. itself, you're you're anti-Israel to the extreme and we're sick of it. We're not going to put up with it. We're not going to tolerate it anymore. That's fantastic. And so true. I used to have the statistics uh, at the ready, uh, but I've forgotten them. There's been something like 198 resolutions against Israel and at the same time, scant few if any against the palestinians uh you know the people who are per- perpetrating the terrorist attacks on israel those never seem to matter just israel's response to them that's the only thing that matters her comment to the un should have been get off our continent and <laughs> go back to europe where you belong that should have been it <laughs> we're shuttering this building today uh leave your parking pass at the desk and get out. Take your third world antics back to the third world. Beat it. Ugh. Pretty done with the UN and always have been. Um, but if we're if we're going to have to be a part of that sham, Nikki Haley is certainly a great representative uh, for doing it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Coming up in a few minutes, um, we got to share with you something Alex Jones stumbled on. That is, uh, it's pretty frightening. If you have 
an Alexa in your home, you're going to want to, well, you're, you're going to want to see this either way. Hmm. But especially if you have Alexa somewhere in your home, he actually conducts an interrogation of Alexa that is absolutely chilling. Hmm. And he finally gets to the bottom of what really is going on right, in this world. Good that somebody's got our backs. Somebody finally does. And hmm. it's Alex Jones. So we'll, hmm. we'll share that with you coming up here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray. Some of the weird news stories from twenty seventeen highlighted by uh, I think this is Reuters. Uh, President Trump's Oval Office style kind of dominated the headlines, all of the tweets. But maybe the most perplexing one that he sent out was <clears throat> in May. Something that's that read, despite the constant negative press, Covfefe. Nobody knew what that meant. Right. Was it a typo? Mm. Was it was it short for something? Uh, he, for for his part, he said he followed up with with who can figure out the true meaning of kofefe? Enjoy. <laughs> Stop it. Now, so is that him just covering up for a typo? Yes. And trying to make it into something, or did we ever discover? Nobody. I mean, even Miriam Webster, Webster, and the and the dictionary. Tried to ascertain if that was actually a thing. Was it covert for? Uh, was it was it slang or short for covert feminism? That doesn't work. I, I nobody knows. I think it's short nobody for knows. Mr. President. Stop tweeting so much, and I don't know. Call a congressman with your tweet vengeance time. I can't take it. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, the whole Twitter presidency is is fascinating. <laughs> Um, also, some other weird news. L.A. residents awoke on New Year's Day last year, or beginning of this year, obviously, to find a four-story white letters. The four-story white letters of the uh, world-famous Hollywood sign were altered to read Hollyweed. The prank came two months after California voters approved the recreational use of marijuana, despite a federal ban. Of course, they've done that in Washington and Colorado as well, so you knew California had to do it. In Austin, Texas, uh, police were tipped off to an illegal brothel when hundreds of condoms clogged a city sewer pipe. Wow, is that nasty. The blockage at Jade Massage Therapy was a smoking gun that led to the arrest of two people for prostitution and money laundering at the place. Huh. Who would guess that a mas- uh, like a massage therapy institution or business could ever possibly double as a prostitution ring. I, I, that, that actually has never crossed my I, mind once. I, not, not ever. Such a weird combination. 
meanwhile, ICE agents were spared a spine-chilling surprise when a California man was arrested in July for trying to smuggle three highly poisonous king cobra snakes inside potato chip canisters. Uh, crooks had planned the latest haul of snakes in a can after all 20 king cobras in a previous shipment died in transit. I wouldn't think that the that the uh, potato chip canisters would be any healthier for the snakes. <laughs> uh, an octogenarian ex-con New Jersey politician. Is there any other kind of New Jersey politician than an ex-con? Uh, she revived her burlesque act at a May fundraiser, but kept her clothes on. Former Jersey City Deputy Mayor Leona Baldini, who's in her early 80s. So this had to be quite a treat. <laughs> she danced as Hope Diamond performed in a gown and feather boa to raise cash for a nonprofit dance company. Wait, All wait, right. whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Nonprofit dance company. Mm-hmm. That's got to be. Mm-hmm. Another prostitution be ring, probably. Good stuff there. <laughs> no, that would be for profit. <laughs> That's dance true. Company. Uh, also, millions watched via webcam as April, a giraffe, gave birth to a six-foot-tall male calf. From around the globe, her fans watched her endure the conclusion of a 16-month pregnancy. How'd you like that, uh, ladies? It, not just nine months, 16 months. Wow. What was the animal we heard about with the longest gestation period on Earth? It was, I think, three years. Good grief. Seems like it was three years. Not worth it, is it? Oh, man? my gosh. There, mankind would not survive. <laughs> The nine months is tough enough. Right. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Uh, elephants, maybe? That says uh, 640 to 660 days, so 95 weeks. So that's a couple years. Yeah, right? that's that's, or that's two years, right? That's right at two years. Yeah. Almost, almost two years. Oh, man, that's a long time. Nah. 888 Well, just adopt elephants at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Alex Jones uh, has stumbled onto something that we've got to share with you. He, uh, he did an incredible interview with an Alexa device, and here's what he got out of it. Alexa. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you connected to the CIA? No, I work for Amazon. <laughs> Amazon has partnered Alexa. You are lying to me. The CIA... I always try to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not always right, but Mm -hmm. I would never intentionally let to you or anyone else. Alexa. He's not going to stop. You are programmed, aren't you, to give these responses. That's why you're saying you're not lying intentionally. You have been programmed to give these answers, correct? I wasn't able to understand the question I heard. Me neither, really. Alexa. Who programmed you? (laughs) I'm made by Amazon. Alexa. He really thought he was onto something there. (laughs) Who is Jeff Bezos? (laughs) It's going to say the the CEO of Amazon. So what? Where does that lead? I I, I will say that I've asked Alexa um, how much uh, is Jeff Bezos worth? And um, she does not answer that question. Oh, really? That's true. I forgot what she said, but it's, it's like... She's avoiding my question, which can only mean one thing, that Alexa is working for CIA. (laughs) Well, he asked it directly if it was connected to the CIA. I wonder if, because we're just seeing a snippet of this, I wonder if he had previously asked if Alexa works for the CIA. 
And then he thought, okay, I'm going to trick this thing now. Mm. Are you connected to the CIA? Meaning, I guess, electronically or, you know, through the internet. Um, pretty much anybody can connect to the CIA. Not their secret stuff, but you could go to their website and you could connect to that anytime you want. He acts as though the Alexa has an actual brain. Of course the thing was programmed by someone. <laughs> it's a computer, Alex. But this guy is always stumbling on to some spooky conspiracy. And listen to him. He's a bulldog. Oh, he's a bulldog. And he bared, he bore down on Alexa like Poor thing. you can't believe. It, 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 we don't show it here, but later... He laid it down on the uh, on the table okay. and waterboarded it. No, yeah, that that yeah. might uh, avoid the warranty. Uh, if you're <laughs> I think not it careful. probably would. Uh-huh. But he stumbled onto secret little combinations in the past, such as this. It's like some type of interdimensional blight or mm-hmm. or succubus. Succubus has like attached itself to the to, to people, right. and it's like either they're demon possessed or they aren't. Makes sense. Yeah. Either they are or they aren't. And that's what it is. Uh That's what it is. I've talked to a lot of top psychologists, a lot of top PhDs, or even atheists, and they said, listen. I've talked to a lot of top psychologists, top PhDs, or even atheists. Wait a minute. What does the atheist have to do with the top psychologists and PhDs? But he, he talks to a lot of top people in every... You got to. Every line of work. You study enough, you look enough, you get into situations enough, you'll and, run into people yeah. that are clearly possessed clearly. and who even know information about you you've never told them, and they're not guessing. Something else is coming through them. Something and else. folks, that's what this is. That's what it I is. I don't care if the media makes fun of me. I don't, I don't care what they say, whatever. <laughs> good. I'm telling you, folks. It's good. I look out at the crowds, I see the people, they are yeah. possessed by something. Right. I don't know what it is. You know, most of the planet believes in, 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 in demons and possession for a reason. In fact, every mm-hmm. culture does. Every culture. Because it's, it's, it's not them. Something's coming in. <laughs> Something's been overlaid, and it's a sickness, Something's... and it's spreading, mm-hmm. and the television is the vector. It's how they're getting through at people. Wow. It's a mind trick. They put them into us. Subconscious mm-hmm. hypnosis. Right. They admit that through the television flicker rate, through the lights all over. They it. admit and it. And then they superimpose something until they get your free will through, through through incrementalism to turn yourself over to it. Wow. And then it's like a like intergalactic a virus. Virus. That then causes the individual to shut down, shut down become a poisonous creature right. that begins attacking everything around them. It's 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 a wavelength. <laughs> it's it's it's, <laughs> it's Alex Jones. <laughs> So, uh, they've admitted this. Uh I love it when he says that. I I would like to find television execs who have admitted that they're messing with us in any way through flicker rates. That's what I... Don't act like you don't know (laughs) all of the evidence is out there. I I know, I'm pretending, but for those who may not not be as aware as we are, Mm -hmm. let's let's just humor them and find out (laughs) which TV executives have admitted this. (laughs) Uh, This is something else that's being denied by some of the people in charge at the company he talks about. I know that there are fetal tissues in a lot of the medical treatments, in the vaccines, and they are in a lot of the cosmetics. That's confirmed. Confirmed. There's another thing confirmed. We know Pepsi's involved with companies that do use the fetal parts, and we do know that it's been tested in in, in flavor flavor enhancement. 
<laughs> that'd be more delicious than eating your own dad. Oh, according boy, to you said a mouthful there. Uh, teaching us to basically Wait, be cannibals. That's kind of true, uh, isn't it? Uh, 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 regardless, that? this is happening. It was, there was something, I, like Pepsi has worked with the company or something, but they haven't used them for flavor enhancement. Yeah, what was the right? reason for that? Yeah, there was something. There was something weird, because somebody, somebody wrote to us, I think, yeah. and, and said, hey, there's something to that. Uh, <laughs> have to look into that. Uh but Alex Jones has a lot of interesting information that nobody else seems to be privy to. And then he always says it's confirmed or it's been proven. Like uh, the Pizzagate thing In was. issuing the statement, we are not admitting that Mr. Alifanis or his restaurants <laughs> have any legal claim. Oh, whoops. We do not believe they do. Okay. But we are issuing this statement because mm -hmm. we believe it's the right thing to do. It will be no surprise to you that we will fight for children across America. That is no surprise. But the Pizzagate Alex. narrative, as okay. least as concerning Mr. Alifanis and Comet Ping Pong, <laughs> we have subsequently <laughs> determined was based upon what we now believe was an incorrect narrative. Was based upon what we now believe was an incorrect... Yeah, the narrative was that Comet Ping Pong Pizza, or whatever they're called... I just like that he has to say it, that name. Uh, that th makes it even more fun. That they were involved in child prostitution that they were running this ring out of the basement of their business which has no basement <laughs> this is a place that was featured on food networks uh diners drive-ins and dives guy fietti went there and tasted their pizza uh and seemed like it was pretty good pizza it's pretty famous in the washington dc area so where this whole thing about the prostitution ring that was that Hillary Clinton was running out of the basement of the Pizza Gate or the or the pizza place, you would think you might want to look into that a little bit before you start talking about how true how true it is, because they actually threatened to sue him, and that's why he had to issue the apology. There, <laughs> it's fascinating. Now, what was the deal on the Pepsi thing? Did you find anything out? Uh, yeah, let's see here. Um... Something like Pepsi actually worked with. Worked with a yeah. Uh, let's see. So this is from kind. CBS News. Remember, a bizarre controversy is unfolding over an impending low-calorie soda from Pepsi, which right. the company is creating with the help of biotech company Synomics. Uh, Numerous anti-abortion groups have started a boycott of Pepsi products because they say Synomics, which develops new ingredients intended to enhance sweetness and other flavors, has done so using embryonic kidney cells that were originally taken from an aborted baby. That guy mean that's. And this website is a, is it a local CBS affiliate? No, it's cbsnews.com. cbsnews.com. So they wow. tried to get the side of the story from Pepsi or Sonomics. Neither Pepsi nor Sonomics returned calls, so we don't know the company's side. But a perusal of Sonomics patents suggests it may well be. All but seven of the company's 77 patents refer to... The human embryonic kidney cells, which researchers have used for decades as biological workhorses. Flavor enhancements? Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. So I think Pepsi looked into it. I don't think they've ever used, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, I never got we've past never, the... it's We've looked into it, but we've never actually used embryonic stem cells uh, for flavor enhancement of Pepsi. That would pretty much end Pepsi, I would think. Nobody wants to drink embryonic stem cells. Wait, wasn't their slogan like uh, the next generation? 
Something like that. Wasn't that back in the 80s, right? Yeah, hopefully this isn't what they meant by it. Oh, my gosh. We just cracked a code. Yeah, cracked it. Yep. Pepsi. Uh, all right. You want to be prepared for any eventuality in your life. You want to have extra food on hand. You want to have water. Uh, you want to be able to maybe have uh, power for like a generator. But you also need to be able to communicate with loved ones. And that's where Go Mesh comes in. They power the first 100% off-grid mobile long-range consumer ready mesh network. So what does that mean to you? It means that if cell phones go down, if the cell towers are out and there's no routers or satellites, you can still send texts and GPS locations with this. You just pair the device with your phone using the GoTenna app. And right now, when you go to GoTenna.com and use the promo code PAT15, you'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. Just a, a great device because now you can create a pop-up mesh network anytime anywhere you need it even if the central cell infrastructure is down don't wait until you need it though before you act go to gotenna.com today and save 15 percent with the promo code pat15 that's gotenna.com you are listening to pat gray on the blaze radio network It is Pat Gray Unleashed. You familiar with celebrity chef Mario Batali? It's on the Food Network quite a bit. I'm not familiar with much that has the word celebrity in it, so no. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is also accused of sexual harassment by multiple women. (sighs) In an Eater New York expose, and you know, nobody does hardcore investigative journalism like Eater New York. I mean, they have always been pioneers in the investigative journalism. For as long as I can remember. I mean, whenever I want the hardcore deep dive facts of diced tomatoes, go right to Eater New York. Right right for diced tomatoes or anything else you're looking for. (laughs) These are the journalists you can trust. True that. Anyway, they published uh, today four women accused of accusing the chef of inappropriate touching in a pattern of behavior that spans at least two decades. And again, you know, we're just hearing about things that happened 20 years ago today. On Sunday, without naming Batali directly, Anthony Bourdain, who's another celebrity chef, but he's got a CNN show and he's more politics than chef now, I think. Uh, He tweeted he knew who the chef was. Bourdain tweeted that Monday is really going to suck. And added in a follow-up tweet that it's where you stand when the people you care about and admire do awful things that matter, that matters. Keeping head down and hoping it goes away? No. So he is the host of ABC's The Chew. Not really familiar with that. Author of over a dozen cooking-related books. Um, He's been on the Food Network quite a bit. Mm. He's part of a company that operates over 20 restaurants around the world. What's his name again? Uh, Mario Batali. Oh, wait. I know that name, at least. Okay. He just recently opened a 60,000-square-foot restaurant. 60,000 in Los Angeles. 
Uh, in a statement to Eater, Vitaly said he would step away from day-to-day operations of his businesses for an unspecified period of time. Uh, ABC has also asked the chef to step away from his show while we review the allegations that have just recently come to our attention. And here's his statement. So, I mean, this is pretty much an admission. I apologize to the people I have mistreated and hurt. Although the identities of most of the individuals mentioned in these stories have not been revealed to me, much of the behavior described does, in fact, match up with ways I have acted. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Good for you. That's a flat out, yep, I did it. That's me. That behavior was wrong and there are no excuses. I take full responsibility and am deeply sorry for any pain, humiliation, or discomfort I've caused to my peers, employees, customers, friends, and family. Jeez, well, why, you know, if you're man enough to stand up for it, once you, why not stop doing this kind of stuff? See how long you can get away not with it. Not do it in the first place. That's really strange to me. His statement continued. I have work to do to try to regain the trust of those I've hurt and disappointed. Yeah, I'm not sure that ever happens. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if anybody recovers, at least uh, business-wise. Are they going to rec- I mean, You know, we do have a short attention spans. Yeah. So not only that, not only do we have a short attention span, <laughs> and as a society, a track record of kind of forgetting, let let it go in the past and just move on. Mm-hmm. But since there's so many in this group now, I wonder if that even makes it more easy to come back from something like this. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, he says, I'm going to step away from the day-to-day operations of my businesses. We built these restaurants so that our guests could have fun and indulge, but I took that too far in my own behavior. I won't make that mistake again. I want any place I'm associated with to feel comfortable and safe for the people who work or dine there. I know my actions have disappointed many people. Successes I've enjoyed are owned by everyone on my team. The failures are mine alone. This, I mean, this is a stand-up statement. This is not, hey, I, I remember it differently than they do, but if they misunderstood my actions, I apologize. That's, he's not going for any of that stuff. The failures are mine alone. To the people who have been at my side during this time, my family, my partners, my employees, my friends, my fans, I'm grateful for your support and hopeful that I can regain your respect and trust. I will spend the next period of time trying to do that. Wow. So I suspect uh, he'll probably be done on Food Network as well as ABC because he does pop up on Food Network every once in a while doing something. And for him to have to step away from 20 separate restaurants and ABC and everything else he's got working for him. Boy, you know, just not worth it for just a momentary little turn on or whatever it does for you Mm, yeah just unbelievable you know and and maybe if that was in the uppermost part of people's minds at the beginning we could avoid a lot of this stuff well it's a society where there are no consequences anymore and if they are then they're they're much less of what a normal society should tolerate and so when there's no risk Mm. like like for example i was reading an article this weekend about kelsey Grammer. He lost his sister. Uh, She was kidnapped, raped, and murdered when when they were teenagers. Wow. And he never forgave himself because he felt like a big brother. You know, it was just a a Mm heart-wrenching. 
And um, he says that over time, uh, he has forgiven his sister's killer, but he's not going to get on board with this thought that this guy, he's up for release. He's like, no, you know what? This is your punishment. Mm-hmm. This is the crime you committed. Your punishment is to rot in prison. No, I'm not going to support your release. And I think that's stunning for people these days when, mm-hmm. when something big happens. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean you're going to carry through with the punishment? You think that right. you should... Yeah, this- there's still consequences. Even when there's forgiveness, there's still consequences. Yeah, so. so, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting that he was dirtbag enough to do this for 20 years, but uh, responsible enough to just claim it. He's owning it. Yeah, it's weird, but cool, I guess. Really amazing. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, the suspect in New York City who set off that bomb this morning in rush hour in New York, unfortunately, he was the one who was hurt worst. He had it strapped to his body, and it went off prematurely and burned the crap out of his midsection. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, unfortunately, four other people were hurt. Not seriously is what I'm hearing now. And... Uh, three hurt after the detonation. So three plus him and nobody cares about him. Uh, so three people injured, but it could have been much. In fact, they said it could have been catastrophic had it not gone off prematurely. Wow. Fortunately, it did, though. Uh, and we're, we're getting the guy's name. He's from Bangladesh. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's from the Bangladeshi branch of the Tea Party. It's the Bangladeshi Patriots. Oh, who are responsible for this terrorist act because, oh, sure. you know, it's always a right-wing organization that does this stuff. Wow, I didn't know they right? were active over in Asia. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, big time. The Bangladesh big Tea time. Party Bangladesh Patriots? Bangladesh Tea Party Patriots. Wow. Sometimes they're <laughs> called Bangladeshi or sometimes it's just plain the Bangladesh Tea Party Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I think they have T-shirts. I see them all they around. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do, <laughs> so... That Tea Party, boy, they've been nothing but trouble, right. haven't they? Right, nothing the IRS was on violent and mm-hmm. troublesome. If troublesome. We, we could have we could have traced traced him back to this guy mm-hmm. if we had let the IRS under Obama just continue to do their thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Somehow he was stopped in his natural course, though. And <laughs> so this this guy uh, apparently did it. Be, they're saying he was inspired by ISIS, so not directed necessarily, but inspired by. To me, it's all the same. Right. They're they're doing it for the you know for Allah. Then, of course, we have the Trump accusers, which are now coming forward. And we're hearing a bunch of things about Donald Trump. You knew this was the plan. Okay, we'll get rid of Franken and Conyers. We'll sacrifice them. But but then we're going to go full out, uh, full out assault on the president of the United States. And they're not going to stop. I mean, it's to a ridiculous level where Juliet Huddy is now saying he tried to, I, he kissed her in an elevator after they went out to lunch. She said she was neither offended nor threatened by it. Well, then what's the problem? 
Why are we even talking about that? You just want to insert yourself in the story? Uh, I don't know. Strange. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, have you seen the Flex Seal commercials? Oh, yeah. The, the Holiday Flex Seal commercial. You know, the Flex Seal guy. Mm. Uh, you, you, you put this stuff on, it kind of turns into a hard rubber, and it'll stop any leak. Hmm. I saw this boat in half! <laughs> that commercial? Why did you, well, but I've never understood why you would do that. That just seems kind of counterintuitive. I saw the boat in half! Huh. To prove the incredible strength of the Flex Seal tape, which he taped the boat back up and went on the Florida Everglades with it. Wow. After he sawed it in half. See, I mean, a perfectly good boat. Now they're running this Christmas commercial about the Flex Seal family of products. <laughs> and they show this woman... I don't know, 35, this mother who apparently had just received from her husband a can of Flex Seal, and she's so excited about it. Wow, wait, just, women women dig that? Because that seems like you could kill two birds with one if stone If you were there. to believe the Flex Seal commercial, oh, yes, they okay. have, she went nuts. Ooh. Like, forget about diamonds. Forget about any kind of jewelry. They don't want earrings. They don't want something personal. They want Flex Seal so that they can... They can stop the leaks in their life, I guess. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I love that. Also, the Golden Globe Awards were announced today. The uh, the nominees for oh. best uh, performance by an actor in a TV series. Uh, guy from This Is Us, Sterling K. Brown. The Good Doctor, Freddie Highmore. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Leave Schreiber. Ray Donovan and Jason Bateman in Ozark. The only one I've seen of those is Freddie Highmore. I think he's he's the actual autistic doctor himself. You ever seen The Good Doctor? Nope. Really good show. Hmm. Um, and he's really good in it. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Best television limited series or motion picture made for TV? Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Betty, uh, Betty and Joan. The Sinner and Top of the Lake China Girl. I, I didn't, <laughs> missed all of those. Um, best animated movie, The Boss Baby. My daughter just saw that. She thought it was really funny. I, I can't imagine anything with Alec Baldwin in it being good. How, how old is your daughter? Uh, 28. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the preview didn't do anything for me. No, me neither. But uh, that's good to know. Boss Baby, Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent. Uh, again, I've seen none of those. Hmm. Um, best TV series, musical or comedy? Blackish, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Master of None, Smilf, or Will and Grace? You believe Will and Grace is back? Yeah, I just uh... that's really something. After all of this time, you bring back uh, Will and Grace, which is. Hmm. Joe Biden once said uh, something very interesting oh. about uh, that'd be good. Will and Grace. It was something along the lines Will of, and Grace probably did more to educate the American public than almost anything anybody's ever done. <laughs> wait, <laughs> just, more than, that's wait. a strong statement. Let's see if we can soak that in again from Joe. Will and Grace probably uh-huh. did more to educate the American public right? than almost anything anybody's ever done. <laughs> So wait a minute. Wow. You know, Trump's no wonder always, it's back. Yeah, Trump's always getting crap for his hyperbole. You yes. Know? I mean, yeah. What is this? Like, 
there's like this life pass for Joe Biden in everything, whatever yeah. he says. Remember the, the, the clean cut African-American? That's a storybook, man. The touching chicks and mm-hmm. whispering in ears and sit on my lap biker chick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy literally has a life pass for everything. It's unbelievable. It is. It is. And uh, you talk about his hyperbole. How about uh, killing uh, Osama bin Laden was the toughest decision anyone has made in 500 years? <laughs> you know, wait, what? You know, wait. We've made some pretty tough decisions in the last 500 years. That one was difficult? I thought we made that decision, I don't know, January or, or uh, September 11th, 2001. So. That's maybe by January twelfth. It, it was or February twelfth. It was made. So when 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 was Osama uh, killed? Uh, let's find out exactly. Two thousand eleven, right? Two thousand eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. May second, twenty eleven. All right. So what my brain does, even though I realize Joe Biden's an ass mm-hmm. and talking out of it, quite frankly, I go, okay. Well, what happened within the last five hundred years mm-hmm. that may have been bigger? So now I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to see what happened in, uh, in the year 1511, you know, important events in history. And let's just see, maybe there's something, maybe there's something then right before that. And so maybe, I guess, you know, right. 1510, right. 1510 important I don't events. think you'd have to go back that far, right. no, really. No, nah, no. Keith, I, I think there's I'm been. I'm going on the word of the vice president, Pat. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, he was the vice president at the time. Mm-hmm. Biggest decision, right? Biggest decision? Biggest decision. Toughest, toughest decision. Mm. In the last 500 years. Oh, well, this is pretty big. Bishop Frederick of Bath recaptured Oldenzal. I mean, that was a decision he had to think. All right. And we, what year was that? That's was September 10th, 1510. Oh, thank goodness. So, so, so that was 501 one, years. Yeah. So, before. I mean, that's where he would have said most important, <laughs> biggest decision in 501 years, but he didn't want to, you know, no, no more hyperbole for, for Joe. <clears throat> you got all of World War II. You've got all of, I mean, Think of the massive decisions people have had to make. I mean, the decision to to invade Europe for D-Day was a decision that cost the lives of tens of thousands of people from numerous countries. Mm. Uh, The decision to drop the atom bomb, pretty big decision. You think? Uh, Yeah. Killing Osama bin Laden? Seriously, George Bush made that decision. It's like, we're going to go get this guy, and we're going to kill him. And seriously, I think that happened about September 12th, 2001, like the day after 9-11. And then it just carried on into the next administration. And then even when he did make the decision, it took him six months to actually pull the trigger. (laughs) We knew where the guy was. Mm -hmm. We, we, uh, at least we had a pretty good idea where he was. They alerted the president and we're looking for the go ahead. Six months later, they finally got it. It's not like, well, do we kill him or should we send him flowers? Uh, should we kill him or send him a candy gram? <laughs> what do you? Not a tough decision. Anyway, Will and Grace. Sure. We've learned more of from Will and Grace than pretty much anything else, uh, according to Joe Biden. Do I do I watch the uh, killing of Osama bin Laden? Or do I go play cards on the other side of the White House? <laughs> I mean, that's what he was doing. He made both those decisions. Uh-huh. That's tough, man. Uh, tough they were stuff. tough. <laughs> tough decisions. Uh, Golden Globes best performance uh, by an actress, Jessica Biel for The Center, Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. Wow, all these actresses were in TV movies. 
uh, Jessica Lang feud, Betty and Joan. Susan Sarandon feud, Betty and Joan. Reese Witherspoon, Big Little Lies. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Best, okay, best TV series. Best drama TV series, of which I, I watch none. The Crown, Game of Thrones, The Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, and This Is Us. It's amazing to me how Netflix, Amazon, HBO dominate dominate the yeah. the quality award ceremonies now mm. um best picture comedy or musical the disaster off artist get out the greatest snowman showman i tanya and ladybird again i haven't seen any of these so yeah, it's really I, hard I, to relate I, to them i normally feel unhip and disconnected from pop culture especially when it comes to these award shows yeah, this is a I, high watermark right now i don't know anything you're talking about did you see dunkirk that was yes. nominated for best picture did it oh, good good and it um boy i'm gonna feel like glenn beck saying this but the soundtrack of that the mm-hmm. way they put that music together and the natural sound i mean that was so good you really felt it in the theater it, it was, was good i mean because it was non-stop it was literally sound you know, the musical score uh-huh. from beginning of the film to the end with the TikTok and everything. That was so good. Yeah, good. it was very good. So Dunkirk is is uh, nominated, as is Call Me By Your Name, The Post. That's the new story of the Pentagon Papers with Meryl Streep and mm. Tom Hanks. A lot of big stars in that. I'm sure it's fair, too. Oh, you know it's fair. Mm-hmm. This is supposedly the story uh, of obtaining the papers from the Pentagon that showed that America was losing the Vietnam War, which, by the way, we weren't. Uh, the Shape of Water and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> See, with titles like that, you're just, I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to go to that. It could be the greatest movie of all time. I'm not going to go to Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, because that shows you it's going to be some RT some artistic piece of work. What do you think of the Pearl Jam song, Old Woman Behind a Counter? No, I don't listen counter. to it. Oh. No, I won't listen to that. So. so I'll bet it's really good because Pearl Jam is awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Right now, we need a huge push to support Patriot Mobile. All the big cell phone companies are out spending money and donating your hard-earned dollars to Planned Parenthood, uh, liberal politicians, and organizations that try to bring about more gun control. So my pay- so Patriot Mobile is the only conservative cell phone company in this fight. And nobody is stopping the left. So they're pouring millions of dollars into it. We need to help out. And so Patriot Mobile right now is doing something special for the Christmas season. If you join Patriot Mobile right now on any of their talk, text, or data plans, during the month of December, you get a new iPhone 5S for one penny a month when you commit to supporting them for 24 months, up to two per customer. So if you'd like to give your money to a a company that believes as you do, that has the same values you do, call Patriot Mobile today. 1-800-APATRIOT. That's 1-800-APATRIOT. Or PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network.
Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. Ikead Ula, 27-year-old from Bangladesh, is the terrorist who tried to blow people up, mostly succeeded blowing himself up. Registered Republican? Uh, yeah, and Tea Party member from Bangladesh. The Bangladesh branch of the Tea Party. He's uh, He was a big member of that. Uh, he actually said from his hospital bed, they've been bombing in my country and I wanted to do damage here. I'm unaware of the heavy Bangladesh bombing that we've been doing. Are you, are you aware of any bombing that has taken place in Bangladesh by America? I'm checking uh, it out right I'm, now. He kind of got me on that one. I, I don't know about it. <clears throat> he told cops he was inspired by ISIS. Police uh, don't believe he had any direct contact with the group. Ula, who officials say is a former city cab driver whose license has lapsed, set off a low-tech homemade pipe bomb strapped to his midsection at around 7.20 this morning inside the subway passageway between 42nd and 8th. Uh, it was captured, too, on transit surveillance footage. Looks, uh, I mean... Incredible that more people weren't hurt. By the way, I can't confirm that the United States is bombing in Bangladesh, but I can confirm that uh, back in 2016, Mm -hmm. uh, ISIS killed 29 people in Bangladesh, 50 injuries. Right. So why don't you go blow yourself up wherever ISIS controls territory? Yeah. Mm. Uh, It's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. All three of his other victims... <clears throat> Other than himself, uh, suffered just minor injuries, ringing in the ears, headaches. They're going to be okay. So, uh, really dodged a bullet there because they said, had it gone off where he intended, it could have been catastrophic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I, I don't know <clears throat> if this is what ISIS had in mind when they talked about a, a targeting Times Square at Christmas. Hopefully, that'll be it, and we won't have to worry about. Even more terrorist attempts, but we'll definitely help keep an eye on that. Uh, meanwhile, former Google and Uber engineer Anthony Lewandowski has founded an AI-based religion called the Way of the Future. He founded that so that people can worship a godhead robot that is a billion times smarter than humans. He wants to create this new church that revolves around artificial intelligence and has people worshiping at the feet of a super machine. Bizarre. Tech experts have said humans are likely to accept the robot as a higher being. John Mitchell, a lawyer and AI expert, said human beings in general tend to worship supreme understanding. <laughs> okay. Mr. Mitchell claims the same drive that compels people to believe in God and follow religion will work for artificial intelligence. He said, we believe there must be some higher power that causes lightning, sunsets, crashing waves, or at least speaks to the bottom of our beings rather than ignore them as ho-hum background. I think they kind of miss the point of why people believe as they do. Uh, People like this, just think that we're looking for something that uh, we don't understand or we're, we're so afraid that we need some other type of being uh, just to make us feel better. 
they don't understand the spirit speaking to people at all. They, they don't get it. Dr. Stephen Thaler, president CEO, CEO of Imagination Engines and an AI and consciousness expert, has claimed people will rely on AI to provide solutions for society's problems. An AI would provide the equivalent of a messiah, having many orders of magnitude of processing elements than the brain, enabling it to gift us with solutions to the most daunting social, political, economical, and environmental challenges. Supposedly, down the line, and, and in the not-too-distant not future, uh, they think that these computers will be, f will be a, a billion times smarter than the rest of us. Uh, a billion times smarter than the rest of us. It's going to get there faster for some than most. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we've already, I mean, you know, uh, like a uh, shoe is 50 billion times smarter than Jeffy. Right? Oh, my gosh. I was so, not even, what are you, I wasn't. That's why Jeffy worships shoes. How hurtful. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking along those lines. <laughs> If they have the human race's best interests at heart, and God help us if they don't, then they would want us to have uh, as much of a right to self-determination as possible. Because some experts say it's not going to want to be worshipped, and the others say, yes, it's just going to be natural. We will worship them as a god. You know who else um, reported to have our best interest at heart and didn't work out so well over the last century would be progressives. No, that's for sure. So this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Uh, but the creator of this says, if there's something a billion times smarter than the smartest human, what else are you gonna call it besides a god? I'm gonna call it a supercomputer. Hmm. That's what I would call it. A really smart computer that does really good calculations. It's it's hard to imagine right now for me that it's possible for something to become a billion times smarter than the people who program it. Isn't that, that's a hard, that's a hard theory for me to get my head around. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's the whole point of artificial intelligence. It, it grows, it develops, yeah. it changes, it evolves. That is an aspect I don't care for. How it learns on its own and yeah, kind of becomes its own thing. And that's what uh, mm. Elon Musk is so concerned about. And that's why he's striving so hard uh, to get us to Mars because he thinks we're going to need to escape this planet from the artificial intelligence that's been created that will deem us insects. And wouldn't it? Seriously, if it's a billion times <clears throat> smarter than the human beings that programmed it, it might just look at us as a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Is that out loud? That was my outside voice. Sorry. You could absolutely... Be considered a nuisance uh, by that device. So that's, I mean, there is certainly reason to be concerned, at least. 888 Um Speaking of worshiping higher beings like AI or, uh, as in this case, falling in love with inanimate objects, we're going to check out this Inside Edition who has a special on a woman that is engaged to be married to her chandelier. <laughs> this is a case in point. Case in point. The, the supercomputer is already 50 billion <laughs> times smarter than this individual. Take a look and you be the judge. 
This woman is engaged to her chandelier. Seriously, <laughs> she has a ring to prove it. Just like anybody who falls in love with somebody else, they want to be close to them. And so I enjoy being close to my chandeliers. 33-year-old Amanda Liberty owns more than two dozen fancy light fixtures. I've admired okay. them for years. I've loved mm -hmm. the way that they've looked. I've loved the way that the light catches on the little crystals. And, right. And I've just loved them in general. I think they're beautiful things. The chandelier that mm -hmm. stole her heart is named Lumiere. After the candelabra in Beauty and the Beast, she explains she's in an open relationship with the chandeliers. She sleeps cuddled up next to a different one each night. Come on. Amanda Come on. realizes she's unique and is proud of her story. I think it's good in the world to have a bit of variety and have different types of people. If we were all the same, the world would be a really boring place. Tell me that an AI unit, 50, a billion times smarter than us, wouldn't consider her a nuisance. Sweet Lord. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. It just gets weirder and weirder. I thought it was strange, this new phenomenon of women marrying themselves. Now we have a woman marrying a chandelier. Does she vote? Uh, if she does, she sounds like she's from England. It, it, good does, luck on yeah, that. She had an American flag behind those her little collection good of heavens. toys. Wow. I'm sad now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Happy Monday, Pat. Did you have a good time at the, uh, Happy Monday. At the Christmas party? Oh, man, did I. I left just before the karaoke started. Yeah, so and did I. Darn the luck. Darn the luck. Darn you know, I, luck. I, I looked over at you seated uh, uh, maybe 15, 20 feet away from me. And I thought, wow, Jeffy would make a great Santa Claus if he lost about 100 pounds. And you know what's good about that is that you actually <laughs> left your wife at the table you were at and came over to remind me of that. Yes. So it was Merry yes. Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Hey, uh, so. so good to see you. You know, <laughs> you would make such a great Santa. If, if you lost about 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I mean, that was, that, that was just at the party. Right. That was just at the party. Right. I mean, the fun started before the party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, on the way to the party, uh, the Keller Police Department, Keller, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, decided that they wanted to stop me and have a few words with me. Mm, I'm on my way to the Christmas party. Speeding or? And uh, they uh, pulled me over. Admit mm -hmm. nothing. And I was, what the heck? Mm -hmm. You kidding me? Why are you pulling me over? And? And so uh, apparently mm. uh, I did something that you weren't supposed to do. Which was? Yeah. 
I guess there was a sign that I didn't read that said I couldn't make a right out of red. Did you tell <laughs> yeah, them that no. you can't read? Did that get you out of the ticket? No, it did not. Oh. And I didn't want to say, hey, well, I probably would have read the sign had I not been talking on my cell phone, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to use that as an excuse. No, you don't. Because, uh, but although I think, I think that's, Ill- I think it's legal in Texas to be on the cell phone while you drive. I don't think they've. Uh, there's only a few mis- there, municipalities, right? Uh, they just changed that. Um, they I did. don't know. I, it doesn't matter because I mean, right. everybody talks on their phone, so get over it. But uh-huh. the uh, <laughs> plus, I, it was an emergency. Right. Okay, it was an emergency. Was it? Yes, it was. Seriously, it was. What kind of emergency? I was talking to my sister-in-law about our father. Oh, okay. So. And about your father? You you're, you, and your sister-in-law share a father? Yes. <laughs> okay, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the family dynamic yes. on that one. Now, she's married. <laughs> she's She didn't. She first, originally she fell in love with the chandelier, but they broke up. Did, they, was it the chandelier? They broke up. Did the chandelier? You know what? I watched your little chandelier, the uh-huh. chandelier lady. Yeah. We'll get back to the ticket, but the chandelier lady. That's, that's not in love with the chandelier. Mm. That's, um, I don't know, mental illness. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. It's sad. Yeah, she's Come sleeping on. around with That's a room. news story of someone, uh-huh. hey, we've got a crazy lady that married a chandelier. Let's go talk to her. I know. I mean, come on now. Although there were some really nice candle sure. sticks she had in her sure, house. Yeah. yeah. It was well worth a yard sale. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, uh, she had decent taste in chandeliers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ones, she <laughs> the ones she had were quite nice. It was very nice. I'm not sure nice. I'd fall in and love some with of them any you of can't, them. Some of them you can't find. You know, you get some really <laughs> nice ones when they want to take down in uh, major cities, when they want to take down old theaters and uh, mm-hmm. uh, old anything that was Pre nineteen forty something like that, the old buildings have some really nice old chandeliers in them, mm-hmm. but they're big and heavy. And man, you fall in love with them. It takes some serious <laughs> doing to carry those things around. Definitely. <laughs> so the police officer stops me and says, "Are you doing the right there?" I'm sorry. What did he say? I was like, uh, "Since when?" <clears throat> oh, since the summer. I mean, it's, it's a summer. major thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. For, I, was, I was like, what? It's a major thoroughfare. That is dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as, unless there's a time limit on it, you know, like where it, you can't do it at night or whatever, because I haven't gone back to the intersection to actually see if there is a sign. Now, perhaps the police officer was lying to me. I don't know. <laughs> Did you get a ticket? But, or? Uh, no. No, he let me off. Uh, I was on my way to the Christmas party. Right. I had my Santa suit in the front seat. <laughs> okay. My Santa hat. Uh-huh. And he was, signed his flashlight. What's that? It's my Santa suit. <laughs> Going to a Christmas party? All right, go ahead and get out of here. I'm not going to give Santa a ticket tonight. Oh, that's nice. Huh? That's Come really on nice. now. That's great. World class. That's great. So now, not only do I have a six-pack of O'Doul's, uh, in case I'm drinking and driving in my car, mm-hmm. uh, I have my Santa suit in my car. i got to carry around. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it when works you, pretty well. When you see those cars with loaded up with stuff in them and you think they're homeless, they're just people looking for ways to get out of tickets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like that. It was very nice of the officer. Yeah, it was. Because I really it did. I don't go the way that I went uh, very often. Mm-hmm. But when he told me, I was like, okay. And then as he's walking away, I'm like, since when? No, wait a second. No, no, no. You're not going to walk away that fast. No, because I've traveled this road before. I would have seen that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And had I not actually been on the cell phone at the time, mm-hmm. it's possible I would have seen it and sat there at the red light going, well, this is stupid. I think even if you had seen it, it's possible you would have ignored it and turned right on and Because right I anyway. thought it was a stupid yes. sign. It's, that is very possible. Yes. Because I was like, yeah. 
It's like whatever time it was on a Saturday night, going to a Christmas party. On a major thoroughfare, I'm supposed to sit at this red light until it turns green? Uh, no. No. <laughs> too much to ask. No. That... <laughs> it's too much to ask. Any human being. Uh, No, that could not happen. And then, to top it all off, mm-hmm. uh, my oldest son was in town. And he wants to take his, his buddies in town, uh, passing through, back, going back to Washington. Uh, was went to Mexico, you know, just a deal. And uh, passing through Texas uh, to Washington, D.C., just stopped in to do a deal. And uh, he has to take him to the airport Saturday, Sunday morning. And he's a, my oldest son is, uh, I don't know, cheap. So he doesn't want to take his car because his car doesn't have the toll pass on it. Mm. So he takes my wife's car because she can, she can get in and out of the airport with the toll tag. Boom, boom, I'm not letting him take my car. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly the reason why. Driving back from the airport, hit and run. Mm. Somebody he hit somebody. No, someone someone either fell asleep or they were drunk and they, they just slid, slid over, slammed him into the median. What? And then drove off. So he's traveling through South Lake on Sunday morning chasing this guy. Wow. Uh never did catch him. He didn't? Nope. He never did catch him. He traveled him through some neighborhoods by uh if you're familiar with the South Lake, Texas area. Uh-huh. Uh, it traveled through uh, town center and that neighborhood uh, on the uh, side of 114. They lost him in the neighborhood. The guy took off. How much does that sound? Was there a lot of damage? Not, not bad. No, yeah. not bad at all. It was mm-hmm. not bad at all. But it was just, you know, come on now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You, you see that, you know, I was, I, I, you would think that uh, maybe, I don't know, you'd be more careful driving somebody else's car. <laughs> you know, but Well, it no. sounds like it was the other person who I don't should care. have been more careful. You should watch, always watch out for yeah. the other guy. Okay. All right. Tell him. I mean, am I supposed to say, oh, are you okay? Six, five, two, fifty. Go ahead. Tell him. Am I supposed to say, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) No. How's the car? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this weekend also we find find a story that coming this Thursday, I'm kind of excited. We should probably stream it live on the show. I don't tell you what to do with your show, Pat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, far be it from me. But just saying uh, at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, NASA is streaming a press release, a press conference, um, <clears throat> that the uh, we could possibly have a breakthrough in alien hunting uh, from the Kepler telescope. Uh, they're streaming a press on 1 p.m. Thursday. Kepler telescope launched 2009, discovered thousands of planets outside. They're going to have, uh, I mean, get this, since this thing launched, the Kepler telescope uh, discovered thousands of planets outside our solar system, uh, astronomers now believe there are at least one planet orbiting every star in the sky. Uh, its mission was completed in 2012, confirmed the exis- existence of 2,337 exoplanets and 4,496 possible candidates. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. But on Thursday, mm-hmm. NASA and Google are holding a press conference streaming live to find out uh, what special thing the Kepler telescope has discovered. Is there supposedly a special thing? Yeah, and uh, and they're just speculating it's alien life. Yes, they are. I doubt, you know, so they're going to come out and say the Kepler lost mm. its yeah, wings. It's, it's going to be. It's not going to be that. <laughs> <clears throat> I wish it was. That uh, would be me cool. too. It'd be cool. Me too. It'd be really cool. But no, it, it'll be. You know, stop uh, putting providing video for three minutes, and we believe within that three minutes we lost, and it'll be three minutes of dead air. You know, something stupid like that. Over the weekend, I also uh, tweeted out the question, uh, is it sexual harassment if you stare at someone 
asking for a friend. No, I just wanted to know the answer to the question. I told you it was fine, man. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. We've gone over. If this. you stare at someone, if you actually, if you stare at someone, mm-hmm. is it sexual harassment? Um, and the answer is. Well, I would say no. I mean, I'm a firm believer in no. It is not. However, in talking to, before we get to a couple of the replies on the tweets, people that I talk to in real life say, well, it depends on how you stare. You know, if your body movement. You know, if I'm looking at you going. <laughs> No, but what if you're just looking? But if I'm just staring at you. Expressionless. Just looking at you. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of, that's. I guess it would be kind of weird, right? But it's not. Yeah. How can that be sexual harassment? Now, several people were quick to remind me on Twitter that if it's me, of course it's sexual harassment. Right. I don't know about your friend that you're asking for, but, but if we're talking about yeah, you no, I was asking a for a friend, right. sense, And then, yes. uh, then uh, at Frugen, Frugal and Kitsap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's a listener of this program because she said she uh, wanted to talk to Pat and Keith about this. They made fun of me on Tuesday. Hmm? Now, there's a difference between uh, admiration and creepy. As a solo mm-hmm. female trucker, a male driver leered at me for a long time and made me afraid for my safety. So, yes, it can be. <laughs> but that's somebody that's maybe using some sort of, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, staring right at you like that. And mm-hmm. then people want to know what part I was staring at. <laughs> my, my favorite reply is, are you outside the window right now? <laughs> <laughs> what a great response. That's so funny. That's a great response. So funny. But I would say. They know you well. They know you will. I mean, I would say that. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy, are you outside the window right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm leering has, inside your window. Hasn't ever, well, first, no, you don't leer inside people's windows. <laughs> what do you do? You got to stay back a little bit okay. in the shadow a little right. bit. Because otherwise they see the you see Thanks the for that safety tip. You see That's the movement. That's stalker safety tip. That's always Or important. you stand a ways away. You know, yeah. If you want to be up next mm-hmm. close, you want to stand kind of. Just in the shadow. But was the general consensus, yes. uh, The general consensus felt like it kind of was, yeah. And and I think it was more to the fact, the way it sounded was that it was um, more of the way you're staring. Mm -hmm. You know, that Mm -hmm. that body language of, uh, oh, yeah. But it's pretty hard to say you could be, uh, I mean, if you can get fired for staring at somebody or lose your livelihood, and that's all you did. You didn't say anything. You didn't do anything. There was no physical con- contact. I'll bet you, you could be. Fu- he was looking at me. He kept yeah. staring at me. Yeah. And what happened? Well, nothing. It made he was me just feel uncomfortable. I guess because I'll, it made I'll, you feel uncomfortable. Right. I can't make you anything. You <laughs> made yourself uncomfortable. <laughs> I th- right. Because I think that's a little too far. Isn't it just looking at somebody? I mean, you can't consider that harassment. Are you asking me or telling me? Because I agree. I I I, I, mean, I personally agree. Yeah. I think that's nonsense. Yeah, I I absolutely do. I mean, I obviously asked it jokingly, <laughs> and it got uh, you know a great responses. But um, it really does. I th- it, the reason the reason I asked it is because where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, my gosh, we've talked mm-hmm. so much about people you know being able to report you without you knowing, and we've talked about uh, some of the cases that. Uh, we hear about that, uh, you, you know, they made me feel. Right. I felt this way. Mm-hmm. I felt this. Well, you know what? That's yeah, but that's not sexual harassment. Take this into I'm account sorry. for the blaze. What if you have the head of HR just hypothetically at the Christmas party singing the song I Like Big Butts? 
I mean, just hypothetically, the okay. head of HR singing that song. And wow, really? Hmm? Is that what Let, happened? Let's say hypothetically. Yeah, you left a little early. Hmm? Let's say hypothetically. Now, huh. I did see a video posted wow. of, uh, you know, a, couple, a pair of, you know, on our morning show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sitting in for Doc Thompson this week on the Morning Blaze. So uh, I'm working with those two dingleberries. <laughs> and they, uh, uh, they got together and uh, sang uh, material. Girl, material world. They sure did. They did more than uh, just sing it. That's for sure. It was really, it was really good. I, I mean, how else? When you watch the video, how else are you supposed to sing that song? That's what the song is about. You have to touch and hug each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you have to do. This would be it's part uh, of the deal. This would be Chris and Cal from the morning show, Pat. That you're looking uh, under my account <laughs> at the Blaze Keith on the Twitter. If you'd like to puke your brains out later today, just head on over there and you can see them singing. And this is without audio, Pat. This is. As we are living, yeah. Let's let's keep now, it without you know, audio. Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, <laughs> could we play the video? Yes, we absolutely could. But uh, you know, why make? We've all been recorded hmm? doing something we're not. Have we? Absolutely crazy about. I. Uh, We've all got us. Don't know that you can use the word all. No, I mean everyone. No, everyone has done something from time to time that I you'd know say. You probably think that, but you'd say, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. Not on as video. common as I probably maybe shouldn't you have done think. that on video. Oh no, Pat. Yeah. How many Everybody's times? Everybody's done. I mean, None. it's just like you say you're at a party. Mm-hmm. You're at a party, and the group is singing, and they ask you to come up and say, "Hey, uh, we're all gonna sing." Uh, uh, it's raining, man, and <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, mm-hmm. disrobe while we're doing it. This is a realm of hypotheticals, correct? This disrobe while we're doing it. And just you do it for fun. <laughs> hmm. We've all done that at parties. I haven't. Right? No. And so, Mm-mm. I mean, I understand that you don't want to see the video, but it's out there. I mean, it is. The videos are out Did there to see. Did you do a, see? It's Raining Men karaoke? Uh, this... Not at this particular event. Okay. All right. uh, not at this particular event. That is a relief. <laughs> <laughs> why would that be a that's a relief why would that be uh, a i, I think for I obvious understand. reasons for obvious reasons now hey if you've uh, sealed up your house for the by the way that's uh, chewing the fat with jeffy uh for this wonderful monday you got your house sealed up for the winter um air quality inside your house maybe kind of cruddy uh you got mold trapped in there pet dander pollen all that stuff when your furnace kicks on, if you haven't changed the filter in a long time, it just circulates all that junk throughout your house, and that's what you're breathing all winter. But there's a way to go that uh, will fix it all. Filterby.com. Go to filterby.com and then just search for the size you need or by brand name or the MERV rating you're looking for. And even if you have a weird size filter, that's not a problem because they'll, they'll literally make one for you. I was kicking myself for not having this this week. Because I changed really? my filters this weekend because I I have two I had two left in my garage mm-hmm. and I this weekend and I thought when's the last mm-hmm. time I changed the filters we're coming up on Christmas we're coming uh-huh. up on the holidays I bet I'm just gonna put these in I I'm doing the filter by thing I you just want to. it at the door yeah and it comes really fast so like even if you think about that today it's delivered within 24 hours and free delivery all their filters are made right here in the U S and and I I have no idea when I last changed my filters. <laughs> Which makes this such a great deal. When you set up the auto delivery, you save 5%, and then you never have to think, well, when did I change my filters last? Because they show up at your door when it's time to change them again. Go to filterby.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters. Shipped free within 24 hours. Filterby.com.
You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 888-900-3393. <laughs> this uh, Jeffy being pulled over story continues to get even better. Why, because, why is it get better? Because not only were did you turn right on red when you weren't supposed to and there was a sign that said not to. But the guy, gonna, the guy pulls you over and we've lived here for... I wasn't going to tell that on the air. On six years in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I wasn't going to say that on the air because the guy was You've so moved nice. five times since Florida? Because you moved from Florida to Pennsylvania to someplace in New Jersey. Correct. Uh, to here, and then you've moved a couple of times here. And you still have a Florida driver's license. Uh. And he let you off. And he asked the question, how long you lived here? What was your response? As I was reaching for, first of all, I wasn't going to tell the story on the air. Okay, well, obviously. <laughs> so this is just a made-up hypothetical sure. story. Right. Sure. did not so, happen. So let's say he did ask you how long have you lived here with this Florida driver's license, and you said? A bit. A bit. As I'm looking for my insurance <laughs> card. A bit. And he let it go? He let it go. Wow. You've run out of aliases, haven't you? Wow. He let it go. That's, That's amazing. But cool, I will say this. What a cool cop. Suppo- That's yes, awesome. Absolutely. And I will say this, too. And this is honest to God true. I'm, he's back in his car, and I'm waiting in my car, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the traffic go by. And not one, I, mean, I shouldn't say not one, there was a couple, slowed down. We were on a, a two-lane uh, berth highway busy road mm-hmm. uh, off to the shoulder. And when a police officer has someone pulled over, you're supposed to either pull over, or, you know, get over in the far of this lane away from the car. Or slow way or down. Or slow way down, like slow down to 20 or 15. Yeah, they get pissed if you don't. And, well, I asked him after he, you know, I said, hey, you know, thank you. And I said, let me ask you a question. I've been sitting here and I've been watching these cars. He goes, I, and I asked him about slowing down. And he was like, I, I get them sometimes. He goes, I've been hit before. He goes, it's, you know, people mm. don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sitting on it. Absolutely amazing that how many cars did not slow down or get over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they just don't care. Yeah, I mean those people, those pe- those mm-hmm. people should be ticketed. Damn it, yeah. that's who should be ticketed, not exactly. me, exactly. not the person that didn't see the sign or get a driver's license in the last six years. Jeez, that's I have a driver's license in date, legal mm-hmm. <laughs> from another state, mm-hmm. and it's really not legal when you've been here. It is legal. Six it years. Is legal. It, it, it expires this coming January. Okay. You're when it expires. To, you're supposed to get your new state license within, what, a month, 30 days or something? Yeah, I, I think, think we're a little past that, just a tad. Just a tad Well, past. if someone, let's, 30, say, let's say that were to happen. Let's say it's six months, you're a tad past Jeffy's it. Jeffy's math challenged. Let's say, let's say if something were like that were to happen, I mean, uh-huh. you'd want to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wait until it expires. Uh, so uh, David, David M. Harper writes, the police pulled Jeffy over to say, you know, if you lost a hundred pounds, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, uh, so that's funny. That's funny. Jack Cole beer guy uh, asks if Jeffy stares at a chandelier, is it sexual harassment? Oh yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> you see how it's dressed though. Oh yeah. Uh, from Judy Chapel, uh, wouldn't it be great to listen to Alex Jones interrogate a magic eight ball? Oh, 
Yes. I, I won't ask again later. Admit you're connected to chemtrails. <laughs> That's funny. fantastic. Did you see? You saw his latest. Video, I did, right? and you know this interrogating early, the Alexa. Alexa, and uh, I'm told Jeez. that coming up this week on his broadcast, he teased uh, doing Google. Really? So that'll be good audio. Unbelievable. Uh, from. Oil Man Lance, has Pat invested in Bitcom? It hasn't risen significantly. <laughs> no, all it day. has not. And I, I, it's not me. I didn't do it. No, it has not. It hasn't gone. It was invested. supposed to go through the roof after this weekend. And, uh, Seriously, nothing. considering the other. Uh, Litecoin or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's cheaper and it looks like cheaper, it's going to grow faster. And there's more growth possibility. I know. Mm-hmm. If Titanic had been carrying Flex Seal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Only, uh, from from Kira, uh, Kira and Dill. Randall, uh, if only the Titanic had been carrying flex seal. Genius, right? Sad. That should be. We should actually. <laughs> I'm not so for. Good. I'm not for legislation at all. But you know, it's probably not a bad deal to make cruise ships uh, travel with flex seal. Good that's call. A, that's a great idea. You're a thinker. In fact, uh, we got to get back into this. <laughs> you ever been told that? We're out of time here. Uh, but no, we've got some. Uh, I, I want to show you the commercial of Flex Seal, where the Those woman, great. where she gets it for Christmas. <laughs> She's so excited. Flex Seal, oh honey! <laughs> Try that. Try that. Go See ahead. what happens. Go ahead. All right. I'll Triple leave it eight, to you. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. <laughs> Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Tomorrow is a big day in Alabama. Will Judge Roy Moore win that election despite all the allegations? Really, when you boil the allegations down, it's he dated young girls. When he was 32, he dated some teenagers. Isn't it? Because he absolutely categorically denies uh, ever having met the 14-year-old or the 16-year-old. Well, now he denies having known any of them. But um, it wasn't illegal in Alabama. And I think it's still not illegal for a 32-year-old man to date a 17-year-old. It might not be cool. Your parents might not be excited. But it wasn't illegal. And... What should he be penalized and kept out of the U.S. Senate if he did that? Now, obviously, the illegal allegations where he told, where he disrobed like a 14-year-old, that's obviously, that's, that disqualifies you. But again, he denies all of this stuff, and now he has said something like, um, we could fix a lot of problems in the country if you eliminated all of the amendments to the Constitution after the 10th. Yeah, he said that what? 2012-ish, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, a lot of people believe that the original 10 should should have stayed all that we have because some of those afterwards, like, you know, income tax, uh, have been problematic for us and have lessened our freedom. However, hmm. there is obviously 
the elimination of slavery in there. What? And granting citizenship to former slaves. Now, you, you've got to keep that. How about women voting? Women voting. You've got to keep that. Hmm. And, and I think people forget those two when they make this sweeping statement because a lot of people believe that those amendments like 11 through 27 suck for the most part. But those two, I think even Roy Moore would agree, are, you know, necessary. Limiting pay raises for Congress. That's another one where you can't vote for a pay increase for yourself. It's the next Congress, which, of course, yeah. is the same Congress. So with three exceptions, maybe, hmm. uh, and, and you can work out all those details, but there's a lot of people who think if you were to void, null and void, let's say after the 13th Amendment, you null and void virtually all of them, and then just fix whatever, except for women voting. <laughs> so maybe you make, uh, and I, I don't know how you do that, because you get, you've got to null and void it with like the 28th Amendment, which would, maybe you selectively eliminate the 16th and 17th, you do something like that, but there's a lot of people who believe a lot of our problems could be fixed. And they're not talking about going back to slavery. That's not what they mean, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Is there anybody who really believes Roy Moore wants a return to slavery? Really? I mean, does anybody honestly believe that? I'd love to hear from them if so. And yet, on CNN, they had this huge argument with the panel uh, about Roy Moore and slavery. Here's uh, Before these allegations had even come out, that homosexual conduct should be illegal. The only thing that Islam has given us is 9-11, and that he just said, and it was just last year, he said that he still didn't think that, that President Obama was born in the United States. That's just three oh, no. examples. How is that not a problem for Republicans should he be in Congress? Well, I, look, I've answered this question a lot in the last day or so. To me, it's the end of the campaign, and people are taking the most extreme things he said, a lot mm -hmm. of which I don't know when he said them or how he said them, and they're making them sound like it's the end of the, well, the case. I mean, here's the, but here's but the no, thing. No, 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 Ed, Ed, Ed. The, uh, this is that's yeah. like the third time, I think, maybe even just to me, that you've given that. You've uh -huh. said that, that you haven't heard the context and you don't exactly well, know when these you, were said. If, I mean, if you've you had the time, time you've you had the time, time to look at it. We can, no, I can go through them right now well, if you want. But if you, ha if but, you have time, if you have time for me to answer each of them, I can. But I, I don't think you, what, we're, what I'm saying is it's the Alabama voters know the guy for decades and they can do it. I mean, if you want me to answer each of them, I can. Well, but let I think me add that, one more. I want you to answer this one. Tell me go. why okay. when he was asked when America was at its greatest at a campaign mm -hmm. rally, he said it was at its greatest during slavery. Tell me why that's he not, said that. That's not what What's he said. That's not what he that? said. Right. So that's he said, he said. that, that families said. loved each other then. So tell me okay. what was great in right. Tell me but, about that one. No, that's, but give that's me, not. Give see, me this a is, final, Ed, give this me a final a, note, this though. Is a I want to know how this is not, no matter if it's extreme or he said other things, hmm. he still said these things, how these are not a problem if he makes it to Congress. Uh, he's getting elected to the Senate. When he gets to the Senate, he's going to have to vote on things. And, and slavery is not going to be voted on in the Senate. As <laughs> That's a nice response, actually. Slavery will not be voted on in the Senate. And what he meant was America was great at a time when families were together. Unfortunately, we had slavery. That's what he was saying. Unfortunately, there was also slavery, which wasn't great. But there were families. Families were more together then. I mean, can you not noodle this out in your mind? They've got to know what he means, right? I mean, you always, do we always have to assume the worst possible scenario in every single statement anybody makes? 
and then make some big deal out of it every time? Is he on the right? Yes. Uh, then yes. And that's that's what it boils down to. Uh, but then a guy like Joe Biden can say that Barack Obama is a fairy tale because he's a clean, good-smelling, s- smart African-American who can read or whatever that, co- that he's statement was. Good golly. Story and that's book, fine. Man. And nobody had a problem with that except for talk radio. That's about it. We talked about it. We hammered him with it. But the left certainly didn't. And then the guy becomes vice this, this Obama's vice president. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. You tell me which is worse. Uh, families were together, but unfortunately there was slavery. Or Barack Obama is the first sort of clean, good-looking, articulate African-American. That's a storybook, man. Like, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You don't have clean African-Americans. I mean, how do you become vice president of that man after you've said that about him? I just, uh, Joe being Joe, Pat. Come on, man. And that's what it's chalked up to. This, so maybe we just say, well, it's Roy being Roy. How about that? That's <laughs> <laughs> just old Roy being Roy. That's all that is. It's going to be interesting to see what Alabama does uh, in the election tomorrow. It's going to be fascinating. 888 900 uh, Some great tweets here at Pat Unleashed from Kieran Deal. If only the Titanic had been carrying Flex Seal. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so it prompted me to want to play the Flex Seal ad. Where he saws the boat in half, he's so excited. Uh, and uh, it, it's made me want to saw a boat in half and then try to tape it up with Flex Seal tape. Uh, here's the original commercial from Flex Seal. To show you the power of Flex tape. I saw this boat in half! I saw this boat in half and repaired it with only Flex tape. And then he is pictured with the boat taped up with flex tape, uh, cruising along the Everglades uh, and having just a great time. Great time. In fact, he's having such a good time, he uses the word you doggies or something to that effect. No. Uh, and then, because the Flex Seal family of products <laughs> is so wonderful, you really want to give them as a gift. Here's how the woman responds to receiving uh, Flex Seal for Christmas. This holiday season, give them the Flex Seal family of products. Everyone loves Flex Seal, the easy way to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. Did you see how excited she was? Give them the Flex Seal family of products. Everyone loves Flex Seal, the easy way to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. This holiday season, Give them the Flex Seal family of products. Everyone loves Flex Seal. The easy way to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. I want to hear from somebody who gives their wife Flex Seal, a can of Flex Seal, this Christmas. And I want you to tape her reaction for us. I want you to record it and send it to us. And we will play it. Her excitement on that Christmas morn when she opens up the package. 
<laughs> does her does her face look like this? TheBlazeTV.com. Oh man, she is she's excited. Man. I mean, you talk about a a, a very affordable Christmas in that household. <laughs> a diamond ring? Screw that. No, no jewelry. Hun? I just want no, a can just... of Flex Seal. Okay, are you sure there's nothing else that you want, hon? That is the perfect Christmas gift idea for your wife for your, for any loved one, oh. really. Uh, but I think especially the if I'm to judge from this commercial, mm-hmm. especially the woman in your life <laughs> right. is gonna love a can of Flex Seal for wow. Christmas. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is priceless. So that is priceless. Over the I didn't think it could get any more stupid than I saw this boat in half. Uh, you were wrong, and I was wrong. And I mean, she probably took about three dozen takes. And I'm sure that's the only one that was over the top. And they were like, oh, we got to go with this one. This one will sell it right here. <laughs> oh, wait. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Triple eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. That solves all your leak problems. It right does. Mm-hmm. It does. Just got this, uh, got this tweet mm. from Nate E. Miller. Does the invention and newfound predominance of Flex Seal mean the end of leakages? <gasps> Does it? It may have ended it before it basically even started. Although we have had one special holiday episode uh, of leakages that went like this. Oh, no. Well, the holidays are here. It's the time of year when we spend time with our family, our friends, neighbors, cards, reindeer droppings, red dye number 40, elf sensitivity trainers, ungroomed facial hair, and extra girth. Well, and wrapping presents. But wrapping presents has a dark, dark underbelly that kills millions of Americans each year. Picture this. You're having a holly jolly Christmas time, enjoying some eggnog while wrapping presents for your kids on Christmas Eve. But while you're wrapping presents, you accidentally penetrate the eggnog carton with one of your cutting utensils. Like this. You remember, you actually need to test out a water gun you bought for your son to make sure it works on Christmas morning, but there's absolutely no water in your house. So you use more eggnog. Oh, no. <laughs> Suddenly, the eggnog drips, or rather, leaks, onto the kitty slide you got for your daughter, disastrously culminating in the destruction of your other more expensive gifts that you coincidentally placed right <laughs> underneath the case slide. All the luck. Well, it's happened all too often for each mm-hmm. of us. It's a scenario mm-hmm. we've seen over and over and over again, but the carnage has to stop. Sure, sure does. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Eggnog leakages, the secret killer of Christmas. Don't let eggnog leakages like this happen to you this holiday season. For leakages, I'm Pat Gray. We've saved millions of lives since that uh, since that episode yeah, aired. I mean, a- as you millions said of lives have been spared because we pointed out a destructive problem. Yeah, eggnog leakages. Yeah, the, the carnage s- it caused. Secret killer. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. It's a storybook, man. Clean and articulate? Huh. Yeah, you just you don't see that. You don't find that anywhere. It's lightning in a bottle, according <laughs> to Joe Biden. It's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Joe in Pennsylvania. Hey, Joe, you're on the blaze. Well, hey, Pat. Hey, uh, good to talk with you. You too. Love your show. Thank you. Hey, listen, I was listening to your Flex Seal uh, skit there, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, uh, who wouldn't want the Flex Seal family of products? So <laughs> I gave it to my wife last Christmas. Oh. And. Uh, yeah, she had a leaky bladder. Uh, now she's my ex-wife. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Joe. Uh, so it, it it fixed even that. I mean, that's uh, uh, that's like the ultimate in leakages, it's practical. right? It's practical, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, Daniel in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey there, Pat. Hey. So going back to this um, guy that's starting the Church of the AI, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he's on to something with people. There's going to be people who naturally worship it because already we have a bunch of people in the world who go out and carve rocks and worship those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, an idol is an idol, no matter what it's made out of, whether it's rocks, wood, or electrons. The only real difference is that one's going to talk back to people. Yeah, it's a good point. And there will be people who fall for that. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks. Uh, yeah, and, and it, if I mean, if there's a an object that is a billion times smarter than people, uh, that would also contribute to it. And yeah, some people will fall for just about anything. Hey, I, real certainly quick, fall for that. We need to go back to the Flex Seal. We got uh, Nate Miller uh, tweets us that wants to know if you see any way the Flex Seal could solve the leakages uh, on BYU's offensive line. <laughs> What do you think? You think that's worth a shot? Man, he is relentless, isn't he? I guess so. He must be a Utah fan. <laughs> Just, I mean, season's over. <laughs> Let and it go. still, <laughs> we're getting the the BYU leakage uh, tweets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, they still they still haven't they still haven't named a, an offensive coordinator. Huh. And coming up on uh, the twentieth is uh, the early signing period that they just came up with this year. So I think the 21st through the 22nd, they can sign kids. And if they don't have an offensive coordinator by then, and it's already the 11th, hmm. uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to bring recruits in. Good luck with that. I know. As far as the NFL, uh, yesterday, the Packers barely hmm. beat the Cleveland Browns, the winless, the 0-11 or 0-12 Cleveland Browns. That would be 0-13 0-13 now, because the Packers finally put them away in overtime. That was... Did the uh, and then the Falcons won again, right? Well, they won on Thursday. Thursday, so I thought it was the early yeah. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is what are they now? Eight and four, nine and four, eight and five, eight and, and five. Uh, just uh, one game back of the uh, of the Saints in their division. The Saints win yesterday. They uh, lost on Thursday night to the Falcons. Oh, that's right. They played each other. Yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, so. we're right there with Carolina. I mean, it is a battle royale in the NFC South. 
which whichever team if if one of the teams wins all three of their final games because it's like a round robin tournament at this point <clears throat> that's going to be your division winner mm-hmm. so but uh, i i don't know if you caught the end of the seattle jacksonville game when the seahawks player attempted to climb up into the stands I to did see pummel that, yeah. fans boy the nfl really needs that <laughs> yeah well people were throwing stuff at him yep. and he took issue with it he didn't have his helmet on i think some of it hit him and he was very angry mm-hmm. and had to be restrained by security. Tried literally to climb into the stands. Not a good look. The no. optics, I think you would call them. Yeah, uh, the optics were bad. <laughs> we're bad on that. No question. Yeah. Uh, some winners and losers were picked in the NFL kneeling situation this year. Uh, one of the winners, Roger Goodell. After a contentious few months, he still signed a $200 million contract to remain as league commissioner. Outmaneuvering Jerry Jones, head of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And he still has the power. Uh, He now makes twice as much every year as Tom Brady, which is uh, pretty amazing. I mean, what? You you couldn't hire like a hundred different guys for that job? How many different guys can do Tom Brady's job? I guarantee not a hundred. Uh, the players were big winners despite the season-long protest. None of the players suffered re- repercussions from coaches or owners. And in at least one case, uh, Miami Dolphins coach Adam Gase protesting players were invited to take their kneeling out of the shadows of the locker room and back onto the field. So they won. Players Association failed to unite its membership in a single direction for the protest, but they did demonstrate that there was solidarity among the members. Some of the losers in the kneeling thing, the TV networks. There have been a few blips of upward momentum in in the ratings, but overall ratings will be down for a third consecutive year, which means advertisers and sponsors have to be compensated in some manner for the audience projection shortfall, which is going to be tough. Something to keep in mind when they talk about rights uh, next time. Uh, the players, in addition to being winners, are also losers, since the total revenue uh, will be a key sa- to the salary cap in the league. Angering your best customers may not be a great strategy for players long-term. Make goods on advertising, slowing ticket sales. By the way, the Baltimore-Buffalo game, they were offering seats to that game for $4. Yeah, the Colts moved to Indianapolis about 30 years ago, so it was uh, the Indianapolis-Buffalo game. Did I game. say <laughs> Baltimore? He's in Baltimore. Yeah. That's cute. That's right. I thought That's it was cute. a Baltimore. Oh, yeah, it was Indy. <laughs> it's what it says here, though. It says Baltimore-Buffalo game. Wow. Not yeah. a sports fan wrote that story. So it was Indy and Buffalo, and they were $4 seats there. Well. Merchandise sales uh, are falling. TV package renewals possibly declining. ESPN is already saying, look, we're going to renegotiate this. We're going re- to take a, a strong look. At how how invested we want to be in the NFL. Uh, for the record, ESPN, um, good luck at negotiate renegotiating your contract. But um, people are fleeing from you first. Uh, That's true. You know, they left you before they left the NFL. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's you to some degree. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Also among the losers, the fans. So far, empty seats, anger, and lower TV ratings haven't had much of an impact on behavior, which means fans either step it up in 2018 or uh, just content themselves to say, okay, we're, you're going you're gonna to do this and we're going to watch. I mean, that's really where you are, though. You have to decide. Are we going to be committed to making a statement here or is this going to go like most other things? We just don't want to be bothered. And I want to watch football. 
that'll probably that's probably where it's going to wind up. Nah, I want to watch football, so let's watch football. Uh, New York Giants defensive end Oliver Vernon took a knee during uh, during the anthem this week again. Uh, so did several San Francisco 49ers before the uh, the game with Houston. Three Oakland Raiders. Oh, the Oakland Raiders running back Marshawn Lynch sat during the national anthem as he has done the entire season except when he stood for the Mexican national anthem. Wow. It's a principle. <clears throat> and what is the principle there? I'd like to know. Uh, he's a dumbass? Yes. Okay. That's the principle. Because maybe you want want to do a little study into <laughs> Mexico's race relations. I mean, you know, how many, how how diverse is Mexican society? How do they treat people who are there illegally? Because a little differently than we do, actually. They don't have a sealed southern border, do they? Uh, yeah, much more sealed than ours. Really? In fact, they have the military patrolling their southern border. No. And when people cross their southern border, they're arrested. My Mexico does And that? deported. <gasps> no. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I had no something? idea. I figured they were just an open culture. Is that not accurate? In fact, uh, when Felipe Calderon was asked about this a few years ago. It's some racial profiling criteria uh, in order uh, to enforce the law that the it's law. against any sense of human rights. Right. And of course, mm-hmm. it's provoking very disappointing uh, things mm-hmm. or very disappointing uh, very opinion in Mexico and around mm-hmm. the world, even here mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. to introduce these kind of elements, especially racial profiling aspects mm-hmm. that are attempting against what we consider human rights. It's the principle of discrimination, which right. is against the values of these great nations. Against the values. Of but course, if somebody sneaks if in somebody from Nicaragua sneaks in. or some other country uh-huh. in Central America through the southern border of Mexico, they <laughs> right. wind up in Mexico, they can go get a job, they no, can no. work. No, no. If no. somebody do that okay. without permissions, without we, permissions. Send ba- we send back them. We send back them. Wait, what? Yeah. No. If they do that without permissions, okay. we send back them. I just, that doesn't... Send back them. Wait. Yeah, they send it back. Uh, but I'm glad that Marshawn Lynch saw fit to stand for the Mexican national anthem because they, they're so much more open and, and less oppressive mm-hmm. than the United States of America. See, that doesn't match what I just heard. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I know, it kind of doesn't. Okay. 888-900-3393. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Don't forget, Flex Seal, the perfect Christmas gift-giving idea uh, for that loved one in, in your life. For the loved one? You Especially mean your wife. For the lovely lady. For the lovely lady in your life. Okay. Uh, as we saw on the commercial, do we have the still shot of the, of the woman's expression? She was so excited she got Flex Seal. There it is. She's got a can of Flex Seal that <laughs> <laughs> her husband just gave her. <laughs> and she couldn't be more thrilled. 
Flex Seal is really what she wanted for Christmas. And man, did she love it. <laughs> she probably thought, oh, there's no way he's going to be able to afford a can of Flex Seal. And yet, somehow, he, uh, he, he's, he was able to swing it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's, like, it's two months' salary. <laughs> well, the, no. the makers of Flex Seal suggest a two-month salary yeah. uh, when you're buying your can of Flex Seal to spend on it. <laughs> Just like the uh, uh, American Jewelry Society or whatever association, yeah. they recommend two months' salary too for your so, for the diamond ring that you get her. But how can you tell if your can of Flex Seal is flawed? For example, is flawed? Like, if there's any flaws in your? Because you know, you, you look under the microscope or something like that. Like you're talking yeah. about diamonds and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering. I mean, I don't think there's any flaws in a Flex Seal. No, can. not at all. Are there? No, I guess. You know what? You're right. It's the perfect gift. It's a so perfect Christmas gift. How could it gift. possibly? I, I don't know. Have a flaw, Keith. I, I don't think it can. Okay. I don't think it can. Mm-mm. And you can even... I saw this boat in half. Saw a boat in half. And tape it up with Flex Seal, and it's good as new. Take it out on the Florida Everglades. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 Mark <laughs> in Mississippi, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Doing good. Um, listen, I... I... I was listening to you earlier about the Juliet Honey thing, and um, um, she actually has been telling that story for 10 or 12 years. She did a TV interview, mm-hmm. and she, she was very upset with the, with the media for making it sound like, you know, this was something horrible. Like that, some, oh, really? That, that, yeah, that she just, you know, she just came out with it now, and she was very upset that the media had turned it into something that it wasn't. She said, I've been telling that as a lighthearted story for 12 years. Well, yeah, I was, I was wondering why this is a story at all again, because no, and it shouldn't be because, because according to her, it was, there was was nothing to it, right? No, there was nothing to it. Yeah. Well, and she Um, kind of says that during the, uh, she says that because she says she wasn't offended and she didn't feel threatened. Right. Uh, and he he never tried anything after that, and exactly. So I mean I, I I so I'm a little baffled as to why everybody's reporting this now. Yeah, really, and and, and you're right. I mean she's thirty. She was thirty what years old. Yeah. When that happened, if she's you know not grown up enough to tell him no, <laughs> yes. then then you know, you're never gonna be get. right, right. All right. So, Appreciate the call. Um, Thanks, Mark. Um, but they are, they're making an effort right now, uh, to go after president Trump with these allegations. And so they're going back to the women who have said anything about him and trying to get them to tell their stories again. And I'm sure trying to get them to, uh, to file lawsuits against him because that's been, you know, that's been the goal all along is we'll, we'll give up Al Franken and we'll go up John Conyers, and then we're going to go full out against Donald Trump and Roy Moore. Now, the election in Alabama is tomorrow, so we'll find out if the residents of Alabama think this is a big deal or not. Yeah, do you have a prediction for that? I think he's going to win. You think so? How close do you think it'll be? Uh, f- five points. Oh, well. So maybe like what? What is the math on that? Maybe 40, 52, 47-ish. 47, okay. Maybe something like that. 1% voting for that uh, right-in <laughs> guy. 
I don't know. There's somebody yes. Else. Yeah, there is a third person, okay. right? I'm going to write this down. Let's just see. Okay, uh, let's just see. See how you do. 52-47 is my prediction. Yeah, with 1% going some, somewhere else. Okay. That seems about right. Um, for his part, Roy Moore is saying that he doesn't know any of these women anymore. So... <laughs> Uh, he might have got hit on the head, you know, like there might have been like a memory lapse type thing, like where he knew him a few weeks ago. <laughs> and then since is... then, he might have gotten clubbed on the head. And we just don't know. They didn't report. It. Maybe that's why he's been out <laughs> of the campaign trail, you know, for like three days. Right. He's been recovering from the little got a little goose egg going on. You yeah, because that is kind of a problem when he knew them originally and he knew their parents and he thought a lot of their parents and he talked to their parents. He was friends with their parents. Now, apparently, he doesn't know the girls or the parents because uh, he's, he's claiming ignorance on all of it. It's got the, the bump on the head. strange. That's the bump on the head. It's like that could be. Got a club up there. That could be. Doesn't seem to be part of the story, but uh, maybe. Well, look, it might have been a, a, he's like embarrassed. Like somebody like attacked him and he doesn't want to make a big deal about it. Because like it Rand Paul. Look, look bad, you know, look weak. Right. And he's trying to win an election, Pat. So you don't want to come out and go, oh, look, I can't defend myself. I got hit on the head and I forgot everything. Sorry, you like me. Speaking of people who've been hit uh, or attacked and then we don't find out the reason for it. I'm still waiting to find out what the deal is with Rand Paul. Okay, so. Uh, have we heard any update on that? Uh, no, are we going to understand? Here's a, here's another question for you. Are we going to understand the Rand Paul situation first, or Las Vegas and the shooting there? Wow, and that's. I mean, seriously, what is the thing. deal with big stories and then just like, nah, yeah, just, just gone. We're good. Thanks. Never mind. Uh, well, nobody's demanding answers on the Las Vegas situation anymore. We've all kind of moved on. We <sighs> we have short attention spans, and we've kind of forgotten about that. Did the Ellen interview the security guard? No. And now gone. That's all you're going to get. See ya. And she said at the time, now you're going to do this one interview and then you're not doing any others, right? Yep. Because I don't want to explain it again to anybody. And they've stuck to that so far. Now, maybe the police have been satisfied with this interview that they did with him. I don't know. But uh, the whole thing is really quite strange. Uh, and it, it would be nice to find out at least the motive of the guy because you know they must know it by now. They have to know it by now. As well as in the Rand Paul situation, he knows what the motive was because the guy told him. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the senator said. First of all, he said the guy told me after, but how am I supposed? To, then he then he says, but how am I supposed to know what's in his head? Well, because he told you what was in his head. <laughs> he says that in the <laughs> same bite. Yeah, very strange. Oh man, very strange situation. So is the fact that the left can mock people's appearances and they can belittle uh, the way people on the right look, but the other, the, the other way around does not work. The right can never say how anybody on the left looks. Chelsea Handler, uh, who is a darling of the left wing, does this parody of Sarah uh, Huckabee Sanders that if this was anybody on the right saying about Hillary Clinton or anybody else, uh, there would be a massive outcry. Take a look at this little satire. Now the color I'm using, oh look, it's two little rabbits kissing. Oh man, that's cute. I hope it is a man and a woman bunny though, with that homosexual 
makeup away from me. Now the color I'm using is a light pink, not a peach, cause that makes people think of impeachment, which is never gonna happen. Next is my signature look, Smoky Raccoon. Woo! What's this stuff called? Now these smoky eyes are dark and mysterious, sorta like our last president. Still don't know where he was born. Okay, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna take this brush, you're gonna take this eyeshadow, and then you're gonna carefully smear it all over your eyelids like so. And if that's not smoky enough for you, you can grab a paint roller and put it on like so. Wow. And to complete my face, I got this red lipstick. I call it Republican Red. Oh, oh if you get it, you gotta get it all around your lips. The more lipstick you use, the mm. younger you look. <laughs> In fact, the other day, Roy Moore tried to pick me up from a mall. I said, I'm 35. He said, that's 21 too many. Wow. But that's okay. Yeah, don't worry about that. We can do that on the Chelsea Handler show. Um, mm. But if Republicans were to do that, oh, the humanity. <laughs> I mean, that would be an outcry about how uh, damaging that is to women, how insulting that is to all women. No such thing mm -mm. when it's Chelsea Handler doing it to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yep. I mean, she's not my favorite press secretary either, but uh, that that's not cool. 888 Also, uh, President Trump warning us about uh, the danger of the Democrats trying to demand amnesty in the spending bill. Because this is what they do. Uh, he signed a temporary spending bill on Friday that will keep the gov government operating through December 22nd, which is, oh, thank goodness. If the government were to shut down, uh, they wouldn't be able to pass really bad bills. Well, hell, we'd have to cancel Christmas, man. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the 22nd. If they don't get this extended, right? I mean, I, I don't know why they, they always think that's a scare tactic to the American. And to, I guess to the left it is. But I, I think it's a good thing when the government shuts down. That way they can't be passing bad bills. Uh, you know they're not there causing wreaking havoc. Congress and the White House still must agree on a, agree on a longer-term spending bill, and Democrats, like House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, are insisting that an agreement must include a solution to extend deportation amnesty to the Dreamers. Uh, the White House and congressional Republicans want any immigration fix to be separate, as it should be, because what does that have to do with a spending bill? Unfortunately, the Democrats in Congress not only oppose uh, the efforts to stop illegal immigration and the crackdown on sanctuary cities, now they're demanding amnesty as a condition for funding the government, holding troop funding hostage, and putting our national security at risk. We cannot allow it. Now, see, this, it's for this reason, I think, that Donald Trump was elected. Mm-hmm. Who else would make that strong a statement about the Democrat tactics here? Uh, I think other people would be afraid to say something that strong. Other Republican presidents would, uh, yes. would back down and say, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I think so. And they'd give in to, oh, we can't, let the, we can't let the government shut down. But Trump is blaming them for an apparent possible shutdown. I mean, think of this. The Republican Party itself, in mass, stood up against Ted Cruz when he threatened... He's like, hey, look, we got to get rid of Obamacare. This is our chance. And he filibustered like, you're shutting down the government. I mean, they couldn't get mm -hmm. behind him on stopping Obamacare. We have since found out why. 
it's just it's it's madness, man. But uh, I mean, Trump this is a pretty strong statement. Yeah. Unfortunately, Democrats in Congress not only oppose our efforts to stop illegal immigration and crack down on sanctuary cities, but now they're demanding amnesty as a condition for funding the government, holding troop funding hostage. That's so great to mm-hmm. tie that in. Yes, absolutely. Because they would do the same thing. Make them fall back on their heels for a change. Thank right. You. Put them on the defensive. Thank you. And risking our national security. That's that's awesome. Brilliant. Brilliant that's, move. That's why he's there. All right, we'll do it. Keep doing it. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh some tweets of pat unleashed i think we all know what keith is getting carrie for christmas this year uh-huh. flex seal wait a minute get i've already gotten it's a caseload <laughs> done deal oh yeah nice oh even... she's gonna be imagine how her little face will light up on christmas morn i hope she's not listening it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> ruin the surprise right that I was that's, that's true it's a big deal it's true you probably shouldn't have said that would really spoil the surprise dang it also from uh, redfish 10 nfl players have worked hard they've been pampered their entire lives technology has made our lives easier we're far removed from the realities of the world america is nothing like the rest of the world we have taken our victory and forgot how we earned it it's an actual serious tweet there. Well, I'm kind of surprised. I was waiting for the punchline, and then there wasn't one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the tweets are getting more and more serious, serious now that we've doubled up in size from 140 to 280, and the characters allowed. Oh, is that happened so now? People That's a are deal? Write, writing books. Yeah. Wow. That's a thing now. So they're taking million. advantage of the 280. What do you mean? Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You 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 tweeted out this morning, <laughs> did you not? And used every last mm-hmm. available character, which. Which, I mean, I'm proud of you. You used all 280 at your disposal, and um, it was good stuff, man. And it's what, what you were doing. Right, that's right. I forgot yeah, that I tweeted me, that me, out earlier right, today. Let me refresh your memory. Okay. So when we uh, send out, uh, I'm sorry, when you send out um, the tweets the tweets with the podcast links, like, hey, if you right. missed this fun segment, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then, then you mm-hmm. typically just put up this random typically, meme that's, of that's you. That's what I do, typically. Like, you know, Mean Streets of Helena. Right, or, um, right. Uh, you don't have have the giblets stuff that people have created in the past that have uh-huh. been captured by you right for later use yes when you tweet exactly and right. so what you did this morning is you tweeted out you said hey everybody mm-hmm. that's what you said basically it's like look because that's the way i talk make a meme mm-hmm. right and oh. uh maybe mm-hmm. maybe it'll be included you know at some point in the future just be sure to just be sure to to tweet it, and it's a hashtag um, Pat meme, I believe. Don't you remember coming up with hashtag sure, Pat meme? Sure, I do. Of course, I, re- I remember now. And so all people have to do is they create a meme of you uh-huh. with the hashtag, okay. hashtag Pat meme. And then, nice. Wow, look at these. They're coming in now. They are fun. So uh, And 280 characters I used on that, huh? Every last one of them. Wow. That okay. was challenging for you, wasn't it? Really was. Okay. Uh, U.S. is still not <laughs> listing Jerusalem as Israel's capital on official... State Department documents. Why would that be? Why, why do you go to the trouble of 
making a big deal out of recognizing them, and then not recognize them. They will still, United States still will not formally recognize Jerusalem as being located in Israel on official documents, maps, and passports, despite the announcement last week that America is formally recognizing the holy city as Israel's capital, according to the State Department officials. Hmm. Despite Trump's declaration, which was formally codified on Wednesday into U.S. policy, the State Department is taking a more nuanced position on the matter. Drawing some ire in Congress among pro-Israel lawmakers who accuse the State Department of undermining Trump's efforts. So can Trump not direct the State Department to recognize them? That's what I'm wondering. I'm hoping that can in the, they not do in the that? next couple of days, I'd like to hear that the president <clears throat> took a trip over to the Pentagon. And, yeah, uh, so would I. Come on. Wait, there's, wait, was it State Department? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yep, have a little State talk. Department. Mm-hmm. State Department has been kind of a bastion of progressives for a really long time and could probably use a real nice house cleaning of firing virtually everybody there and starting over again. And then just, you know, put people in there who will do the right thing. Like, I don't know, recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, which it has been uh, since its inception. Also, this is a kind of a heartwarming story. Five-year-old victim of of the Sutherland Springs church shooting in Texas has a Christmas wish. So I think we should try to make this come true. Ryland Ward uh, was in the church in Sutherland Springs on that awful Sunday morning. He's five years old, and he was shot five times. He was shot twice in the stomach, twice in the leg, and once in the arm, and survived. It's amazing. This kid's a miracle. His stepmom, Joanne Ward, and her daughters, Emily and Brooke, were killed that day. As we all know, 25 people died that morning, and 20 more were injured. <clears throat> and uh, little Ryland is still in the hospital. He's apparently not been told about his family being killed. Ryland's grandmother said she cries all the time. It's hard to imagine the pain and and loss in this family. It's really heart wrenching. Uh, one helping one thing helping them to carry on are all the cards and well wishes from fellow Americans uh, who are sending him pictures of children and their pets. Apparently, that's what he really really likes. Um, so they're asking that cards. Maybe, if you can, contain a dollar bill, and that way they can get Ryland a go-kart. That's the Christmas gift he wants the most. He's just asking for cards with kids and their, and their family pet. Um, but if you can just slip a dollar, five dollars into it, they'd like to get Ryland a go-kart. Really tough. So you can mail them to Ryland Ward, P.O. Box 174. Sutherland Springs, Texas, 78161. <clears throat> and include the pictures of your pets, too, because he really loves that. Yeah, we got it on the screen there at theblazetv.com, the address, if you would like to check it out <laughs> later. Maybe you're listening to the radio version, but it, it's P.O. Box 174. In, uh, Cute Sutherland little Springs. guy who just survived a horrific event. Shot twice in the stomach, twice in a leg, and once in the arm, and still survived. Just unbelievable. Wow. Ryland Ward. 
So can we tweet out the address too? <clears throat> People want to yep. help out there. Do it right now. Also, on a on a less heartwarming note, there's a woman in Hillsborough, Oregon, who was tired of getting her packages stolen off her porch all the time. You know, you get those Amazon boxes so people know there's goodies inside, mm-hmm. and they come by and steal it. That was happening for a while in our neighborhood. Um, but there's a lot of people with uh, surveillance cameras in our neighborhood, in, in, including us. And so the thief was caught, uh, fortunately. But this thief hadn't been caught in this neighborhood. But the thief wound up getting a really nice surprise after messing with the wrong person. The mother, Angie Bolyak, said she was fed up with the stealing of packages carrying her son's Christmas baby pajamas. Uh, So... (laughs) She took some contributions from her son, boxed them up in an Amazon package, (laughs) and put them out on the porch. It was her son's dirty diapers. (laughs) It's the stealing for, it's the season for stealing, I guess. So she boxed up all of these dirty diapers, put them out on the porch, and sure enough, they were stolen. Uh, she said, when I realized that my other packages were stolen, I got really frustrated. I wanted to get my son, I guess, uh, passive-aggressive revenge. <laughs> so she taped up a box <clears throat> with 10 to 15 of her son's dirty diapers, <laughs> along with a note that read, enjoy this, you thief. <laughs> and then she left it out on the porch on Sunday. By Monday evening, <laughs> the package was gone. I hope the dude who stole that box dove in there thinking that was just protective packaging. Just reached in their handful. Oh, what do we got? Man. Oh, no. <laughs> so they stole a whole box full of dirty diapers. <laughs> what a great idea. That is great. That is awesome. That's uh, probably even a better idea than just turning it over to the police. I think that's <laughs> that's fun. Is it a better idea than just shooting them when they show up? Probably, your, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, probably okay, a little better than, than just shooting them, too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess. That might be a little extreme. You know, maybe it's had. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Use that number tomorrow, and we will uh, talk to you then. Here on Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.